Hello and welcome to the CastCast. I'm Jess. I'm Ella. And I'm Ilsa. Who are you? Castiel. I'm an angel of the Lord. And this week we're discussing Season 4, Episode 10, Heaven and Hell. Um, this is a part two yeah, we are. from last week's episode, which was I Know What You Did Last Summer. So in the last one, we met Anna, beautiful young woman with something wrong with her. Um, and this up. week, we're going to find out what it is. It was written by Eric Kripke and Trevor Sands and directed by J. Miller Tobin. Ew. Tobin girls make some noise. No. I don't know if they well, are. Well, he, he did Free to Be You and Me, but then... Um, <laughs> He only did, like, four episodes in okay. total. Well, you know, it's better to have uh, an impactful few mm-hmm. than a, a nothing. Yeah, they're, they're all not that bad That sounded episodes. terrible. I'm cutting that. Great. Cool. Good for him. You're always like, I'm cutting that for so... yourself. But then for us, it's always, this is staying. <laughs> it's not adding yep. up. That's what we call editor's privilege. Yeah, if you're the editor, you get to make and, the rules. Um, <laughs> you get, I do. I run this show. <laughs> you just don't know it. Um, oh, man. So why don't you guys uh, step step into my office uh-huh. and we'll go through the mail that um, we received. Oh, nice. Um, oh, I'd love to. So there's more? So. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for sending stuff into us. We really like hearing from you. Um, it's really fun to know that you're like listening, you're listening to our podcast and you're talking back to us. So it's crazy. please send us crazy? Uh, something on Tumblr. If you want to be anonymous, send it on Tumblr with anonymous on, um, or you can email us at the at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter. Um, please don't dox us and send us anything in the physical mail. Um, How do they do that? I would love if you didn't do that. Yeah, so just keep um, it to these online methods that, of communication. But if, yeah, if you are Charlie Bla- uh, Bradbury-esque, I would prefer. I wouldn't mind. I feel like I'm not that careful. Like, I think you might be able to find who I am online. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're, like, a dedicated doctor. I just feel doctor. like I just don't have enough. Yeah, if I, I do not, I don't care enough to have protected myself. Yeah, exactly. Online. So, so yeah. anyway, <laughs> our first letter <laughs> uh, comes from Tumblr from user Tomato Pudding, um, who loves the podcast, wants to know when and how we got into Supernatural, which I think we talked about in an earlier episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've covered that. But they also really sweetly said um, that they used to watch uh supernatural with their cousin and they bonded over it until he passed away four years ago and he was only 21 so um supernatural will always hold a special place in their heart no matter how ridiculous it could be at times which is really sweet and we just wanted to say we're so sorry that you lost your cousin but how nice that you got to share that with him like that's what's so great about supernatural it's like i think it's like a really great group activity you know it really is a good bonding experience conversation starter (laughs) something silly you can so something silly you can share with people um mm-hmm. but it it's just nice to know that you guys had that and you know that yeah it, it will always be there to remind you of him thanks for sharing that with us yeah that was very, very kind of you to consider that uh, yeah 
Um, we hope you enjoy our podcast. Uh, we hope we don't ruin yeah, things for you at all. Yeah, I'm glad that ending with that talked about how it's ridiculous because we're definitely going to get into um, that in this yeah. episode. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> um, okay, and then we have an anonymous letter. It says, whenever you are not running, I am getting closer. Love this. So we'll just keep running. Measurably. I will be running. <laughs> Thank you. Is this threat supposed um, to mean something, I like, or is it just like threat? <laughs> it's just an honorable. It's an honorable threat. You know what? They let you know ahead of time. Yeah, we really they, enjoy that. They give you the conditions under which. Yeah, nothing's honorable fine, about but... having to run. <laughs> I mean, it's stressful. We'll keep That's it to. Really we can keep it to point. a fast walk. Okay, I can do that. Hopefully. Yeah. This person is not running, yeah. and we can keep that oh, was, good, <laughs> good length of distance between us. I was going to make a Kath and Kim <sighs> reference, but you two are very uncultured, so you won't know what I'm talking about. Um, that is so true. I do not uncultured know Ella means <laughs> by uncultured Ella means un-Australian. Uncultured. I think you've told I know me about, about Kath and Kim before. Other cultures, you guys. Sure. I know they. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Two of them sure. do like it's speed true. walking. Um, so. <laughs> Pretend that like um, was funny the next, and then just. Move I think on. that you. <laughs> uh, the next is from Zorel, who um, Me, Zorel? just sent us compliments. Zorel, yeah, who I believe is a dear friend of Dean. His nipple is out. <laughs> <laughs> the beloved mutual. <laughs> um, and Zorel is thinking about Bobby trying to sew in his piece of shit panic room that sucks so bad and is featured in this episode <laughs> wait what does it say bobby and his pathetic panic room Zarel said I'm, I'm laughing my ass off thinking about bobby at its at his crafts room sorry trying to sew clothes with a crochet oh. um so it was a different room but one the of the ro- many rooms in oh his yeah his, his upstairs craft room <laughs> Um, what if he had a second panic room? Never mind. <laughs> um, okay, so this last uh, anonymous secret admirer says that they really liked 403 and liked us comparing Dean and Mary and then both making the choice to save um, Dean saves Sam, Mary saves John versus uh, making the altruistic choice. Um, so then they asked, do you think Cass killing Billy in 1209 after Sam and Dean escaped the prison would count as the same sacrifice? Which I, I say. Wait, wait, sorry, wait, wait. Elsa, speaking over you. <laughs> I, no, I would love to hear it because you came in with a lot of energy and I, yeah, hit me. I think like thematically it is close, but it's not the same because Cass doesn't explicitly choose the Winchesters over other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, he decides to save the Winchesters and damn the cosmic consequences. Right. Um, Like, he doesn't know exactly what the consequences are, or it's just... Exactly. He doesn't totally know what he's sacrificing. Yeah. Um, I think, actually, specifically in 1209, he he says that, like, you guys mean too much to me, and then he says to everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I guess he's thinking of them also in their cosmic... Right. Right. He's like, the world would be better with you in it. Players. Debatable. But, okay. (laughs) It's too... (laughs) Uh. 
Uh, Winchester derangement syndrome not found. <laughs> Very proud to have Failing it here. the castrated um, test well, and, and just not giving a fuck <laughs> about the Winchester. So true. It's because it Cass is my best friend and he deserves better. <laughs> he does. I think I'm glad you finally said it. It's not like it's something that we say repeatedly or anything. I think it's fine. It's very brave of someone to finally brush the topic. <laughs> You're telling me Wait, that what do you, you guys think, think Cass was treated badly by some of the other characters sometimes? Is that what you I just think that sometimes people aren't I always... I have that opinion. I know it might be I controversial, but wow. sometimes I think people are really mean to Cass and they shouldn't be. Wow. <laughs> and it's untenable. It <laughs> makes me so sad. Um, do you guys have a, a thoughts about that, Cass and Billy? I do. I do think that Cass and um does have kind of in the the later seasons has a narrow, narrower view, mm-hmm. and he does do some like maybe make selfish choices for the people he loves. Yeah, but I don't think maybe that specifically in twelve oh nine was one of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I think, unfortunately, we don't often get to see Cass um, because he's, like, a main character, but not really a main character. He's not often put in positions where that kind of decision-making comes down to him. You know what I mean? Mm, that's true, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I will say, I do think that... Um, I was almost going to say season four, Cass, it does this more, um, but I don't think that's true. Never mind. <laughs> First cancel. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna sorry keep, to like, everyone. By the way, this. yeah, I I just um, like just yeah, thinking about it. I think it, we're like, gonna as, come back to this as we've been yeah looking at it. Like, I think in some ways it is like similar sacrifices, but like it's not it's not like with Mary and Dean, it's something bad happening to them. And then with Cass, it's mm-hmm. something theoretically bad happening to theoretically the world. So it's like he's still choosing, like, his loved one in that moment. Like, well, loved ones mm-hmm. in the same way mm. that they do. But yeah. he's not sacrificing himself. Yeah. I would say, like, right, it's almost more similar to um, the deal with the empty in terms of his, his it, like, it's less of a choice, but I guess, because it's like... He's just trying to die straight away, and it's the empty who mm-hmm. kind of gives the, you know, the conditions. But, you know, like he he's he's throwing himself in front of the sword for Jack in that moment. Um, right. Instead, of this one, yeah, it's not as specific. I guess I don't know. I'm just rambling. Yeah. Well, and also like, um, you're rambling for this. He. I do. Uh, so there is an element of it that is selfish. Like he wants to save. Dean and Sam and Mary. Um, but he gets to say, like, the world needs you. Like, he gets to back it up that way mm. versus, like, when Mary makes the deal with Azazel for yeah. John, it is purely for herself. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Um, I do like that you're saying back it up that way. Like, as in he can he can sort of defend his choice. Right, like, I think for, really for Cass, it, it would be hard for him to say, like, I wanted you to be alive and just leave it at that. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, I almost feel like he doesn't always okay. think of things in that way of like, 
what he wants because it's not how he was created. And that's almost never a motivating factor of his decision making. I think he also conflates like the Winchesters with humanity. Like Mm -hmm. he kind of, it's like together a bit more. So he doesn't, like we said, he doesn't, I guess, kind of feel like he's being selfish because he's thinking, he's thinking it's more altruistic, but like, right. He only cares about all the people because of them. So no, we can't, yeah. we, I can't say that. <laughs> now, I, that came from like the back of my head. And it just, I'm being it just, blasted by psychic rays right now. And, like, stopped me um, from being able to speak before finishing that sentence. Stop um, it. <laughs> yeah stop that that was evil <laughs> I just think that with Cass like it's very difficult to understand like what is selfish and what's not because so many of his choices are especially right now when we're looking at Cass in season 4 he has such a specific context um, and it's very difficult for me at least to think about his context in, in later seasons um, while I'm faced with the hymn of today if you will (laughs) where he is um he's thinking about in terms of like obedience and like the cosmic scheme of things like that's his sort of main level that he's operating at um and though he has fondness for for people uh both individually and in general um i i i do think like it's it's difficult for me to to remove him him from that context in my head right now so I don't think I can have a a good take Mm. on this yet yeah and I think right now it's like what happened with Dean and Mary they have like completely different like kind of lives you know like whereas with Cass it's obviously he's been around for millennia it's only kind of between now and like season 12 that he like has those um more intense more like similar connections um like 12 and 4 that's like eight years like that's that's like, it's yeah. At this point, it's like Dean to and an Sam haven't and really even been like friends for that long. Like, obviously he raised him, but you know, like that's a lot of time. True, they like oh, don't even know each other that well yet. Yeah, you have to. I'm sorry, I won't allow that. But if if you are in a car with someone for like four years straight, yeah, I'm just saying. I guess like if you, you know, know them it's, well, you know, it's almost like eight years, and you know, people have died and come back. Like a lot of intense stuff has happened by the time he uh, kills Billy. So yeah, you know what, Anon, come back to us. <laughs> when we what do you think? 12, yeah, back to us. What do you think, Anon? Yeah, let us know. Right back. We'd yeah. love to hear it, please. <laughs> Um, um, use a, hey, uh, use a specific emoji. Let's pick an emoji real quick so we can know it's you. Uh, um, the little monkey, the little monkey yeah. with his hands over its mouth. Use that one. Perfect. Thank you. Let's do the episode. Um, as you said before, uh, it's written by Kripke. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I could tell <laughs> now that I've been paying attention to the writers quite closely, I could really tell. Um, Get his ass. What, what did you two think of the episode? Just broad strokes, I guess, before we dive into what happens. Yes, what did you think? Um, I like this one. It feels like there's a lot happening. I feel like with these two Anna episodes, like, they give me kind of a weird vibe. I'm not really sure what it is, but maybe it's like... 
it's like there's a ton of characters. I did think it was hilarious that like <laughs> Bobby isn't in this one, and it's clear- clearly just because they have like all of these guest stars in it. Like, yeah, they've got Ruby, Anna, Cass, Uriel, Azaz, uh, Alistair. Like, they've got already, like, five extra yeah. guys on this. And they were like, Bobby, yeah. we can't afford this. <laughs> like, yeah. Bobby's away. Bobby's on vacation, which is incredible. Goodbye. I, I totally forgot about that as well. Like, like the... I, when he when he said it, I was I just like, that oh. It's so funny. <laughs> just like Bobby's in the Dominican Republic. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? He just the Dominican. I was like, okay. do people yeah. shorten it to that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Dean talks like a normal person. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, he definitely doesn't in this episode. Um, <laughs> Again, Kri- um, he will make that man say things. Just say things. Just the most things that any person. I think this episode is pretty good. Um, I think that I, because. I today I watched it twice. I didn't take any notes though, so we're I'm just going for it. Um, <laughs> I I did think that it was there was something in it that I was like, this is a good episode, but then other parts I was just like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I keep wanting to feel interested and intrigued, and I it didn't always. Yeah, I couldn't it. I couldn't figure out what it was, and it was I just thinking about it. I it's almost like. It was a bunch of scenes, right? But it didn't feel like an episode arc as much as some of the other episodes do. And, like, obviously it's a two-parter, but even I feel like last episode had a bit more momentum or something. I don't know. I Just there's, there's a slight feeling. I wonder bit... if it's because, like, there's not a case. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they're not really trying to solve a mystery so much. Mm. That's what I was thinking when you said that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You're right, though. It is very, like, and then this, and then this. Yeah, it's just a bunch of kind of things Um, that are, you know, they are in a similar vein. Like, you know, obviously they're all doing the same thing, but it's, yeah. I don't know. It's not one I think of when I think of, like, great episodes in, like, season four. But, like, a lot of interesting stuff happens as well. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say Cass has a very strange affect in this episode. He's extremely, like, distant and, like, zoned out feeling. And I was like, okay, what is going on here? And I decided it's because he was freshly lobotomized. Um. (laughs) That makes sense, actually. Yeah, that... Yeah. Um, I did get that Especially after some things Uriel says. We'll get into it. Um, Naomi got in there with her. Just gave him a little tune-up, and now he's all fucked up and weird. She just gave him a... She didn't even. She didn't even get that the little rotating drill this time. She just did a straight up the bottom you with the ice. Cream. <laughs> tap, tap, ding. <laughs> yeah. She went just right. Time. Just like Poor right Cass. where like like the thoughts he had while looking at Dean. Just like. She was like, stop that. She was like, stop that shit. And she was done. She was like, Castiel, stop fucking doing this. He's like, I can't, I can't help it. You cannot have DMs on a park bench <laughs> with the, <laughs> the righteous man. All right. With the righteous man. <laughs> um, this episode starts right where we dropped off last episode. Um, you know, they're in like that shack thing. I don't know where they're supposed to be. They've got an endless supply of empty shacks and vacant. <laughs> cabins and lots and warehouses like some kind of wooden structure (laughs) um like i'm choosing to believe that bobby maintains a spreadsheet 
with all of these locations on it. And he's <laughs> like, oh, you need a showdown? Okay, I've got a place for you. <laughs> Head to these coordinates. Much like we have the the rotation sheet. Like, he has one, like, please don't use this one. It's freshly used. It's, <laughs> uh, there might be some vampires hanging around. Yeah. Just steer clear. Um, so we've got, like, the boys, Anna... Fucking Ruby's there, bloody Cass and Uriel just showed up and you know, they're like, We wanna we wanna kill Anna and it's like that's where we left off. Um Yeah. The the line that I've got obviously the boys are protesting this. Um the way that Dean has expressed his protest, I'm not gonna quote every fucking thing he says this episode, but once I <laughs> once lots. I noticed this quote, I could not like stop paying attention to what he was saying. Um he says, I know she was wiretapping your angel chats or whatever, but that's no reason to gank her. <laughs> Vocabulary. Angel chats. Listeners. Beautiful. It's beautiful Poetry. lyrical. Angel chats is... Yeah. Yeah, um... yeah. That's just how men speak, apparently. Sorry to men. <laughs> I can't remember exactly how he says it, but he also says, like, try J-date. Is that, like, a dating? I don't know what that is. I could... I googled it, J date. I've at first I thought it was something like Jesus date, like a Christian mingle uh-huh. kind of thing. It's kind of, but it's a Jewish dating oh. site. So like that was interesting to me. I was like, hold on. He's like, yeah, Uriel's probably Jewish <laughs> or well, something. Dean was actually like, first on the angels are Jewish agenda. He was like, he was first. He was there yeah. first. So I do it. like the like, um, mention letters or uh, what's the other. There's a couple different supernatural podcasts that look at it through a Jewish lens. So I hope that they come, they start all at this episode where Dean is the first one to assign the angels. We have three very Gentile uh, humans. So I don't know how much we can help out with that law. But we'll just point out that it's this um, episode. (laughs) I was about to flag this for your attention. I don't think Jewish people need. No, us to sorry. I I meant like I'm sorry. I just meant, I meant I I meant like for the episode Good. we're not gonna really be able to understand. I I can't I can't figure no. out what that meant. I just thought it was funny. No, sorry, I I didn't realize I you were talking about the other app. I was reading. I did what Jess did last time and started reading my own <laughs> and then realized I couldn't do two things at once. It's good. You can get so lost in your own notes. I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> That's exactly what I do. That's why I didn't take notes. Um, alrighties. So, like, you know, basically, like, after that, you know, they're just like, what the fuck? Um, and they're like, you, you know, you can't do that. Um, they kind of, like, start, you know, scrapping. Things get a little physical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, I just need you to know that Ella just <laughs> moves scrapping. in, like, a little circle for us. <laughs> yeah, like... Like she's in Mortal Kombat. It was perfect. Um but yeah. So Um yeah. So yeah, they have they have a little altercation. It gets a little intense. Um Cass boops um, Sam asleep, which we love to see. Um a just, knock that man out. I I love it. Uriel like throws Ruby. He falls such a long way. He like attacks Dean. Um Uriel's, like, really stoked to be punching Dean. Like, he's like, I've been waiting for this. Um, but then... Uriel's a really good rich. character. I really like him. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I just why. saw the actor in Barry. I don't think either of you guys watch Barry. Um, but 
No. He wasn't very. I was like, you real? He's only in like a few episodes, and he's so good and so like. Um, he's yeah, a good actor. It's he plays like a really intense guy, and I was just like, wow. It's real reminiscent of, of um, the great bit in on the head of the pin when he's like, uh, yeah. what does he say? You don't even know the man, or you barely know the man, or yes, you've never yeah. even you've met never even met the man. man. Yes. That's um, that kind of really intense energy. He brought that and it was great. Um, anyway, yeah. that's a little tangent. Um, we definitely cannot go on any tangents. This episode is intense. Okay. So <laughs> we see the first time we've ever seen an angel banishment. Um, we don't know what's happened. This yeah, was- Cass and Uriel get like, um, I don't know if you guys have watched Twin Peaks, but um, <laughs> they get like zapped away and it's this funny effect where it's like... And then they kind of fall backwards and then like evaporate. Um, and we see their wings in the shadows, which is a bit different. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was cool. Yeah, they don't do that so much at the end, but um, or as the show goes on. But I was like, oh, dope. There are yeah, some wings. Little, little yeah, wing shots effect. in this one. Um, That's know. really good. And then they don't know what's happened and they find Anna in um, behind the door in the room. That's where Cass was going um, when he got zapped. And she's basically like cut, you know. She's, like, cut her arm up and she's done a big blood sigil. Really bleeding a lot. Yeah. Way more than we yeah. see anyone bleed to, like, do a blood sigil in the future. Like, she's fully cut her wrists, which is quite graphic. I ch- yeah. I choose to believe this is because she's a college student and she was just, like, going for it. And she didn't. Re- she doesn't really know how much cutting you need to do for, like, a lot of blood. <laughs> mm. She That's fucking did it. Well, she didn't she attend the supernatural school of just slicing right across your palm. Just yes. slicing. Yeah. Lesson number like... one. <laughs> right across the palm. The thing right is that, where like, you need it. They should all be, like, she had the right idea, but I feel like if you need a yeah. blood for a sigil, you should actually cut the back of your forearm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, the top not... of your forearm, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Because that way it's, like, yeah. you can just, like, put a Band-Aid over Outside. it. It's not going to pull when you, like, move your arm around or anything like that. It can heal up pretty easy. Yeah, You have to yeah. think that, like... It's out of the way. Sam and Dean, their palms must just be completely scar-tissued at this point. And they... Yeah. You have to imagine they would have grasping issues because they're constantly, like, slicing deep oh. through their palms. Their tendons must Maybe just be completely Maybe that's why they keep dropping their guns at every, like, fight. <laughs> yeah. Probably, <laughs> honestly. Lost all, all the, like, nerves that, like, connect your fingers are just dead. Mm-hmm. If you cut your palm, <laughs> oh, you are bad. like at risk of cutting like all the nerves to all of, like your fingers and and all the tendons. Like that is not. How do you know this? Just like I, we have I hands. Just, I just like yeah, I've got hands, but I know people who've had Sorry. like hand and foot <laughs> injuries, and you know if you get like stabbed in the hand yeah. or stabbed in the foot, they have to like check your senses because it's like there's so much stuff going on in there. Um, yeah. And Can we get a little protected. realism in nurse. Supernatural, please? This God, I'm so like tired of this we sloppy about the TV making. <laughs> With, like, the, the trying to make them look really cool and, like, gruff and, like, um, have mm-hmm. some style. But it's like, no, they're, like, just being stupid. And we all can tell they're being stupid. Yeah. Anyway, no they're one even... slicing deep into their palms and then rinsing it with, like... White wine. <laughs> Gangrene. And then when they get infected, they're like, what the f- But I cleaned it. No one even did so that clean. in this episode. It's like, what we're still like for that? getting stuck on it. Um, it's so stupid. Bandaging um, it up with like a piece of shirt torn off of what they're wearing. And it's like, yeah, that's crawling with germs. Yeah, I think they wrap something like <laughs> that around Amazon. I know you haven't watched that in a bit. 
Mm. <laughs> Actually, they find a. I I was impressed. This was like a bandana or a or a handkerchief oh. or something that Dean pulled out of a. Pocket. It wasn't just like, was like a rip of correct. flannel. You should be carrying stuff like that. It was okay. not. It had cute little patterns on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for paying attention. Um, Anna You're says welcome. like it just popped into her head. She's not really sure. She seems really like dazed. The sigil that is maybe from blood loss. Um. <laughs> then like, I was honestly surprised that she didn't faint. Yeah, she's so tiny. Yeah, she's so. Tiny. You can lose a fair Never bit of blood me. before you faint. I think. Yeah, I just thought like for dramatic purposes, right? Faint, Ugh. title card, you know. Yeah, that is where the but, title. But yeah, they didn't that. consult me when they made this episode, and they never two thousand nine when I was in middle school. Us. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it was so pointed when they didn't do that. It felt really rude and very obvious. We At joke, too brute, I think you could say. <laughs> we joke, but they should be talking to the like the girlies <laughs> and the guys and the envies <laughs> who are watching this and are like, you know, paying attention. These are the people we should be. They do not want to know what we have to say. <laughs> they they could not care less. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wait, uh, okay, let's keep going. Yeah. So then they go to, they're still at the cabin. Well, think, yeah, right? what happens is like Dean and Sam, they like have this little side combo because they kind of suss on Anna. Like they're like, how did she figure like that sigil thing out? Like they don't call it that, I don't think. But um, and they're like really concerned of like why the angels want her so much. They don't really, you know, what's going on. And um, they, I think they, do they, they go to Bobby's first, I think, just to, like have somewhere safe to be. Like they, that's when they go to Bobby's. And then mm-hmm. when they're there, um, like there's this little bit where um, like Ruby can't come <laughs> into the, what did, yeah, the what panic, the panic room. room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she says like that it's racist or something. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, they, yeah. Really funny. <laughs> I remember first watching this and being like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Guys could have said specious or something. Yeah, or just like just bigoted. discriminatory. Yeah, like there's a bunch of ways yeah, to phrase like, yeah. that. But it was 2000 and, Racist. was it eight, nine? Um, eight, eight still. Like yeah. And so basically Anna's just like in a bad way. And then they, Sam's kind of like, I've got an idea. <laughs> I know yeah. someone who can This help. is a real big brain One thing, Sam episode. Yeah, I, that's, I've got that in my notes. One thing about Sam. <laughs> one thing about Sam is he will have an idea. <laughs> one thing about Sam <laughs> is that he will know the law. He will know certain <laughs> will things throughout this episode, and it's just he will know them, and we can trust that he will know them. <laughs> he um, he's just ready with it. Yeah. <laughs> so Dean goes to get Pamela, who obviously we haven't seen since uh, four oh one. Um, she does a little joke that she can't tell it's Sam, which is fun. Um, but then she like slaps his butt. Not fun. Not into that. <laughs> oh. I thought that that was fun. Here's a problematic moment for me. I do think it's funny uh, when men get sexually <laughs> harassed, I guess. I... No, I just, I'm just like, right. I'm just like, oh, so like, it doesn't matter if, if men get sexually harassed. Like, I have to I say the same thing to with me, a completely no. different tone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Wait, did we, 
did we talk about the fact was that in the outtakes or did we actually talk about the fact that um bobby isn't here oh no maybe that was in that's the at the beginning of the episode where we talk about we did that okay, oh yeah cool. so um cool. he's I'm not sorry, there my memory is shit i'm pretty out of it today um <laughs> I just want to say, um, uh, I think Pamela is so fun. Yeah. Like, she came in, and I was just I like, like she's just, like, a good time. That's my only I know crime. it's, like, it's, like, a little bit of, like, how do we, how, how can women be fun in 2009 or 2008? Well, we'll make her, like, super sexual. But, you know... She's kind, you know. Like that's something that I yeah. I she's think really, really kind. Exactly. Like, um, when she, in, you know, when she gets introduced to Anna and she shows her her eyes and she says they're plastic. I would like to know more about mm-hmm. replacement yeah. eyes. I feel like plastic might not be the it's probably ideal um, not. medium. It's not plastic or gloss. I uh, I don't know what the fucking compound is. Sorry, I I I got so ready to talk about it, but it is not. Like a plastic, it is more like a glossy thing. Um, Are you talking about fake eyes? Are you I talking about the material that they make fake eyes out of? Yes, and I'm sorry, and I know this because I was when I was institutionalized, my roommate had oh. a fake eye. It was dope as hell. Incredible. Yeah, she was a very sweet lady. Yeah. One thing that also is that um, she is. You're gonna tell us what things are made of and if it's structurally <laughs> sound. <laughs> It was pretty cool, actually. The lady hadn't had... She lost her eye when she was, like, four. So the shape of your eye socket, um, when you don't have an eye for, like, a long time, it it doesn't stay Mm. around. It sort of changes. So they have to take a... a, a, They have to make a mold. They have to take a cost. So while we were there... Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. Never mind. It's fine. We don't have to talk about it. (laughs) Sorry, Jess is viscerally grossed out. I just, like, imagined... Well, they just put some plastic. Like, oh God! It's not bad. She said it's a little bit like minty, and it smells a little bit minty. Um, so it has a little bit of a sting, but other than that, it's fine. Anyway, guys, sorry about this. Never mind. <laughs> really good. Really, really good. <laughs> she showed it to me. The shape was almost like because she hadn't had it for so long. It was like over fifty years that she hadn't had it. So the shape was almost like a disc-like oh. thing. Um, really strangely formed. Anyway, hashtag body horror. Hashtag fake eye. That's not body horror. I think we would just file that under. It's um... perfectly normal. It's a prosthetic, and it's normal. Anyway, yeah, I just meant like Jess's reaction was very Moving much on. in the movie theater. I don't want to <laughs> hear about it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like, um, Pamela's very sweet, as we said to Anna, and um basically introduces herself and um, says, look, look, I'm going to hypnotize you and, and then lays her down in the panic room. I Why can't I remember the name of it? I keep going to call it the bunker. It's not a bunker. Hey, they. All right. That was a very, <laughs> um, very, very She hypnotizes her and she questions her about um, hearing the angels, um, how she did the spell, they've called it, um, her father and her past and then Anna like is flipping out like she's under and she's just like losing it um I do think it was as, pretty as bold anyone of would. Pamela like the last time she tangled with these boys she got her fucking eyes burnt out mm. and here she's like laying hands on Anna and being like okay we have to go deeper and it's like if I was Pamela I would lose their number 
Are you kidding me? Mm. Well, she says that um, she wants to dick over yeah. an angel for what they did to her. So I think she thinks that in this case it's a, you know, anti-angel She's blaming actions. only the angels. <clears throat> yeah. I would just like to say um, that it is funny that actually people... And now this is about fic. <laughs> but everyone writes Sorry. Pamela like because she's so nice and she gets along with Cass. I think if you really wanted to capture the spirit of things in, like, an AU, you should have Cass, like, fucking ruin her car or something and then have her hate him forever. I think that would be very funny, um, especially because she's so nice that otherwise. That would be funny. Where were we at exactly? I'm no, sorry. I, am, I, also, I, lost I, my, I lost my place in the notes as well, so I'm just trying to suss. Oh, yeah, okay. So, basically, Anna is flipping out and... Um, mm-hmm. We... She... <laughs> Dean tries she blows to out like, the lights. Well, Dean tries to like comfort her and then she like whacks him away. Um, I've got in my notes, Dean on the ground. We love to see it. Um, love to see Dean get <laughs> thrown into a wall. <laughs> um, and she, she, yeah, she blows out all the lights in like a kind of little beam of power. And um, she sits up and she says like that she remembers now um, who she is. And she says, I'm an angel. And then it's like, dun, dun. So she's an angel. <laughs> she's an angel. Interesting. And then the next scene is is both Pamela and, and Ruby look like they're they like, have their hackles. They're right. both like, really oh funny. my God. Grumpy. <laughs> they're like, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next whole scene is basically just like a whole explanation of like what happened with Anna. It's like, I guess she has like repressed memories like you know it was like all in there but not you know at the surface um a lot of right. anna law yeah. is very contradictory to um the way that the angel law plays out later in the show um but it's really fun like yeah. it's kind of like fun to think of it acting maybe differently for her just for like not really any reason yeah. i don't know um you know like yeah. lucifer gets to like create a whole hell dimension like you know <laughs> i guess he's an archangel it's a little different but it's fun that anna like has done a few weird yeah. things so um, um, there are just like two things that I want to bring up with Anna. So she yeah. says that she like ripped out her grace, um, and that that's like very painful. And then she just describes grace as energy. Yeah. Um, yes. and that's just like what it is, which is kind of like interesting because as the series goes on, we like, I feel like they never have a really good idea of like what grace actually is. They're yeah. like, it's an angel's soul but it's not a soul it's their essence but like they can exist without it like so it's definitely they never really get like a good classification of what it is yeah um but it's interesting that like yeah, the first think... that we hear of it it's energy yeah i think that's a good like yeah broad and i also think energy categorize it as yeah i was about to say like i think that's probably the easiest way to categorize it um because then you can get away with a bunch of the shit that they say later mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah and then the other thing is that anna was um castiel's superior yeah and uriel yeah she was she his says captain. they were in the same um, foxhole but she was their boss mm-hmm. um, but they, uh and she doesn't know why they rec- rescued dean from hell which is pretty interesting yeah. yeah because that means that like at this point most likely Cass and uriel also don't know what exactly the plans That's, are yeah. for Dean. Yeah, or is it just um, because, right. like, she's not been in the loop for 2,000 years? Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, it, it could be, but... Well, I guess it means, I think like, it's in a, the hierarchy of heaven, like, a question. they get 
all of the instructions in season five from Zachariah. So, like, yep. I'm guessing that, I mean, I suppose that means that Cass and Anna and Uriel are kind of, like, they, like, go out and um. they, like, accomplish things, but they're not a part of, like, the planning. Well, I've the... got something, I've got yeah. something later. I guess we'll just bring it up now. Um, Uriel mm-hmm. says that to Dean that he can be replaced. Um, right. And I, I was like, I think he's lying. He... Well, I think he doesn't know. <laughs> but I was like, is he talking about Adam? I agree. Does he know about Adam already? See, I don't think I so. I don't think that they know that. I think that uh, Uriel's just like, well, fuck this guy. And also, like, it could be posturing, mm-hmm. but it could also be that he doesn't know the, the full extent of the plan. Um, and so I think it's way more likely that he is just. Mm, I just thought it was a funny line because um, I just thought, ooh, he can be replaced. It was. I, I did notice that yeah. as well. Yeah. He we can. They're not supposed to know that yet. Caitlin, don't worry about it. We know that. How do you know that? Caitlin, please look away. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, you know, she just has this whole, like, history as an angel. Um, and then, you know, she says that she ripped out her grace and she fell. Um, and it's a bit confusing because this is what I was talking about before. She says that, um, like, her mother, like, was finding it hard to get pregnant. And so it's like, did she make her mum pregnant or did she like possess a fetus? Or like, do you know what I mean? Like the the kind of Right. It's like how does like that? her being having a hard time getting pregnant lead into Anna becoming their human child? Yeah, like it's like a macular so conception guess... almost. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she just That is pretty funny. Yeah, and it's just it's they're just like, Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um... don't worry about it. She just was born. And it's like Mostly, I guess the way I thought about it when she said that was like, so she rips out her grace, which is like an energy part of her. And then maybe she has a metaphysical form, right? If you want to think about yeah. angels that way. Kind of like I a do. demon. Like, <laughs> so, know, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so she has that. And then maybe that is sort of on, it, it, it comes into the physical plane while she, as she's falling. And then, like, maybe the first thing that she touches is, is Amy Milton, her mother. Um, I guess, but, like, also... Her mother gets pregnant. Okay, so, okay. Um, and she is... And it, 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 it creates a vessel for herself. Yeah, yeah. If but that makes like, sense. At what point, like, did she, <laughs> you know... Listen, this is not going to make sense in Supernatural, but that's just the way I rationalize it. They're just like, yeah, they just, you know, brush it off. But because also, like, she's she's cut out her grace, so it's not like she's had angel energy to, I don't know, to, like, do that angel magic, I guess, of creating herself in her mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, in my head, like, a part of it does remain, um... But maybe that's because, like, she does have certain things that she can still do, right? So she can still, like, she has all these sigils that she can still pull up in times of distress. They come to her. And she, like, can still hear the angels. Yeah, you're right. Stuff like, like that. Because, like, you know, the comparative so situation, I guess, would be there's when something Cass inherent is, there. like, a human because he doesn't have his grace. 
He is. He has nothing. Yeah. He, he, he can't they, like make light spark. They do that really badly. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get into that. We yeah. can't get I, into all that. But I just mean like yeah, in a comparative I, situation, I, I just, Anna is like treated quite differently. She she basically has powers, even yeah. though they say, oh, she doesn't have her grace. Um, and she's still really strong. Uh, like when she hits Dean hmm. across the room without her grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. And she could, you know, she could see a demon's true form um, and a few other things last episode. Yeah. yeah. See, you see what I'm saying. There we yeah, go. but I, all I'm saying is it doesn't make Basically sense. Basically, I, I know that's me. a bit null and void with this show, <laughs> but I'm annoyed when it doesn't make sense. No, um, yeah. It does, it does get on the nerves. It must be sad. Yeah. Um, something else I noted in the scene is that when they talk about, um, she, you know, she's saying that she wants to get her grace back and she wants to, like, find it. Um and yeah. Dean says that like she'd be taking a divine bong hit. All yeah. right. Love that. <laughs> um how did he know, by the way, that it was something that she could like uh, consume like, through the mouth? Uh bad writing. Consume or inhale or um <laughs> There's a touch by an angel reference uh, and he references uh an actress or a character. Know. Roma Downey. Roma Downey. Oh. Yes. Yeah. You guys paid attention. Thank you. I have the transcript open. It's fine. You're good. That one just sticks in my head because this. it's incomprehensible to me. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> he just says, like, you, <laughs> you take some divine bong hit at sh- and... St- and bam, you're Roma Downey. You take some divine... <laughs> Yeah, Shazam. I think. Yeah, he says I'm Shazam. Okay, Down. I'm just. Like, I've just thought of it. I, th- I think. Kirk what a guy. Like, um, his uh, <laughs> equation for a Dean sentence is like three weird things. It's got to be like a reference, yeah. a like obscure word yeah. that people don't really use, um, and then like an activity, yeah. like a weird activity. I don't know if this is perfect, but checks yeah, out. Thank you. No, this is we'll we'll check it against the Someone formula. check the math um, on that one? Thank you. Producer. <laughs> um, we'll get, producer. We'll get Craig Bart on oh, that. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> you guys say Craig. well you you say Craig. Um, I would say Craig. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't know what I would say anymore. You guys have broken my brain. <laughs> Oh, that is. Accents. Aren't they insane? <laughs> People sound different. It's crazy. <laughs> they do sound different. We say words differently, and that is mind-blowing. We technically speak the same language, <laughs> and yet there are differences. Well, we... God, the world no. is so full of wonder. <laughs> we are so... <laughs> I can't imagine listening to this. Can you imagine, like... I feel like we are so annoying, but you guys just have to sit through it because you know you well, like you it. Well, you like it, so. Hopefully. <laughs> Sorry if you don't. Blowing you a little kiss. Mwah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Anna says that she doesn't know where her grace is. Um, and she lost track because she was falling about 10,000 miles per hour at the time. And then Sam, he catches on to mm. that, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, wait. Falling like literally again. He's thinking thoughts. Sam's like one thing about Sam. (laughs) Sam's like Jimmy Neutron brain blasting all over the place. This episode, he's like, whoa, he's a big brain motherfucker. What can you do? Oh god. 
Um, <laughs> I really did notice that in this episode as well. Like, um, I feel like you can get away with it once in an episode, but more than once I'm going to notice, like, oh, that information has just sprung out of Sam's head <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> without a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, you know... I said, I've got in my notes, niche law pool there, Sam, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, he, I know he has like astrology tell. bitch vibes, but like that hasn't really been explicit yet in the show, <laughs> but all of a sudden he knows. I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he was like, he knew those uh, meteorites had fallen or if like, like this was just prior common knowledge or whatever general knowledge that he had or if he was like okay so it could be like a comet or an asteroid or asteroid asteroid, asteroid or something yeah, <laughs> um i hope it sounds bad to me but um and then he looked it up so but also like you say he I looked it up like the 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 specificity like sorry the specificity that he like finds later on in the episode um is still a bit like hmm anyway let's keep going we cannot we cannot do this all right um <laughs> we could but we shouldn't we really can um but yeah so he's looking it up he's hitting, he's hitting the, the books book. um in the meantime <laughs> I think Dean's just like outside. I don't know what he's doing. Him or he he goes and finds Anna outside. Um and they basically have like one of two deep and meaningfuls um of the episode. We've not really seen them talk a lot one on one before this. It's usually like the whole group. Um Yeah. But uh this episode they were really like, "Hey, Look at their connection. These two should talk. Um, yeah. I do think they have pretty good chemistry. Like, the vibe there is very, like, they try and get each other. Not like... Okay. 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 I, I, I... Not in... in <laughs> I do have... I get into this a bit later I that, when things happen, but... I think okay, they have fun, they have fun banter, yeah. and I do like these conversations. I think um, she's used in a similar way to Cass um, in terms of, like, why, Definitely. you know, uh, there's things they talk about... Um, why fall, uh, da da da. We'll get into that, but um, I don't think that they have what I would call sexual chemistry, but we'll get into that later. We'll get, um, yeah, I do. When I say good chemistry, I'm not, I don't mean okay, sexually. Okay, I'm sorry, I just mean like they establish a yeah. good rapport, like it, there is something there that is like they get each other. Yeah, so in this conversation, unfortunately, I don't know if it's like this one, I think it's this first mm. conversation. Dean is, like, saying that he's, like, asking why she would decide to be human and, mm-hmm. and she's explaining it. Um, and there's, like, yeah. some good stuff in there. But Dean does say to her, like, I don't know why you would choose to be human. Like, angels are perfect. Um, yeah, and you don't doubt yourselves. Yeah, yeah you're powerful and perfect and you don't doubt yourselves or God, which is, like, fascinating. Because literally, I think the last conversation that he had with Cass was Cass saying, I do have doubts. Right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah. Um, Chronologically? I, like, you're I, not. I think it's almost like, because she starts off and she says, um, he, he's asking her why she fell. And she says, like, every emotion, Dean, even the bad ones, it's why I fell. It's why I'd give anything not to have to go back. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things on that. Like, what you said, it's like, it's a bit, he ends up kind of 
uh, it's almost like he's playing devil's advocate or something. He's kind of like really questioning her and it is a bit different to how um, he's kind of, you know, his attitude has been previously. Mm -hmm. Um, It also made me really think of like what Cass is like at the end of the series. Like this is the Cass cast. I'm bringing it around to Cass, Um, you know. I think you should. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you're staying on topic. Fell, That's like, the topic. Emotions, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And he'd never go back. You know, he never wants to go back to heaven after all the things that happen. Um, well, you know, go back to that life. I think... I do think it's funny because she brings up all this stuff, like, loyalty, forgiveness, love, right, mm. is one of the they things that she forth. says. But, like, yeah. Um, she... <laughs> Those are all things we see from Cass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As uh, as soon as as I would argue, we've seen all three by like season six at latest. Yeah. Um, well, like she does so say that like if they display any of those things, they're killed or like as we see later, they're corrected if they she, display anything like she that. She says disobedience, they're killed. For oh her, right. I think yeah. Or doubts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do think it's it's really interesting that like. Those are things that are disproved within the show. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like the complete picture of why she fell to me. And I don't know if that is a popular Anna opinion or not. But Oh, I just, just think it's fun to, to like, compare Cass to Anna. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Cass oh, also yeah. never completely, like, falls. Like, I think the other angels would call him a fallen angel. But, like, he... Yeah. I mean, he's like the only point that he's like completely like stripped of his angelic nature and powers is in season uh, at the end of season eight and season nine. And that's because it's stolen from him. Like, yeah, something we were talking about. I can't remember what episode was like that. The kind of structure of heaven and hell is kind of like an organization. And I kind of think Mm -hmm. of Cass in that way of like. If you can imagine, it's an organization of uh, carpenters and everyone in the organization does carpentry, the experts at carpentry. Um, he he leaves the organization, but he still does carpentry of his own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like he is still an angel, but he can, comp- you know, he completely separates from the corporate <laughs> situation happening. Structure. In yeah. Yeah. Um, I. That's an interesting way. I realized just um, now we, we I know we often will do this, but we fully just skipped um, the little Ruby Sam scene that happens. Um, long story short, um, Ruby apologizes I, for bringing Sam into it. Um, she says she's scared of Alice uh, because he's like, she says Picasso with a razor. Um, this is just a bit of, yeah. Yay. Yeah. You know, more Alistair lore, I guess. Um, and then, you know, she says to him that he, that he should do what he has to and then Sam says that he's not doing it anymore and at this point in the we don't know what they're talking about um so yeah so Um, so sorry just to go back on that I just noticed and it's like it's a bit important for the next stuff that's coming up so um (laughs) yeah I thought you were skipping it intentionally I wasn't gonna say anything I was thought I was gonna be no I just Sam Ruby (laughs) and I forgot that it happened (laughs) and I didn't (laughs) notice that we left it out (laughs) great demonstration of um how we all feel about the Sam and Ruby (laughs) the different ways you could possibly think about it um (laughs) I, I I just going back to their little conversation um Dean says that feelings are overrated. Wait, 
after they kind of have the little back and forth. And I just thought, like... Is he 15? No, well, I just... I thought more, like, someone who has, like, complex post-traumatic stress disorder would be like, yeah, I don't want feelings. Because it's, like, (laughs) you know... And it's, he says and that yeah, later, and it comes yeah. back later, um, which I think is fun. A bit of good writing from Eric Kripke, thank you. Um, for well once. Done, Eric. I'll give you this one. <laughs> Kripke kiss moment? Question mark? Um. <laughs> kisses. Just kisses I would never. head. I'm going to be like Kripke slapped his little bald head moment. <laughs> that wavelength, Bella. I keep telling you. <laughs> Give it a little pat. <laughs> His little bald head. <laughs> I hope he never hears this. He's not going to so listen. Condescending and patronizing. He's hanging out with like Seth Rogen and stuff now. He's not going to listen. Gross. Okay. Um, um, at, so. Like, okay, so there is some interesting lore as well from Anna in this scene. Um, besides all her personal stuff, she says that four angels only have seen God and the rest of the angels have to take it on faith. And that is where, you know, Dean kind of Which comes angels? back and was like, you know. I'm assuming she's talking about the four yeah. um, archangels because they seem to yeah. have like but a what personal... what about Joshua? Well, okay. Did Joshua see him or did he just have conversations with him? Probably. That just seems to be the vibe. Mind. So just the archangels yeah. then. Yeah. Because I guess he like popped them out himself and did some fathering or whatever. What about Metatron? I don't know. Oh my god! Wait, is Lauren contra- is Lauren supernatural contradicting itself? I can't believe this. <laughs> oh my this. god! <laughs> I hate you guys. Anyway, I couldn't. But they could have just said they could have they could have <laughs> said like Metatron could have said you know I didn't see him. I just I he spoke to me and I wrote it down or you know what I mean. And I talked to the angels. But they didn't yeah, it's just that. like that's what happens they all the time because it's they don't watch the fucking show and then they get to write it and then. To be fair, that was not 80 fair. episodes ago by the time that Metatron is on the show versus this. Ask me if I give a fuck. I'm just like, saying. Like, do your job. Again, Get good. they should be hiring <laughs> the Tumblrinos. They should be hiring the Fans. experts. Yeah. Get some of them in the room. Yeah. They will remember the law. Absolutely. Please, God, Absolutely can we talk about agree. the next scene of the show? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, all right. Um, okay, so they figure out there was... A miracle, the fucking oak. Yeah, some tree, tree that's um, bigger than, you know, it should be for its age. Um, and they go on uh, a little road trip. It's really fun. We've got Anna and Ruby in the back seat. Um, that's that's. This fun. is a stupid scene and let's skip it. I just like them And then they show the up back. at the tree. That's cute. Um, <laughs> it, looks, it does look. Yeah, fun. and then. I like them. They go to the tree, you know, she's like, I can feel it. Um, but then the grace isn't there. So they're all like shocked. Um, that's it, basically. Just right back home. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the scene. I do like that. That's why the we, we skipped so when they say that, like, um, grace is pure creation. I just want to get that. Oh, yeah, that is recording. pretty cool. That was dope. Yeah. Cool line. That is pretty dope. I love that. They never really revisit that do... concept in any meaningful way, but I do like they included it here. <laughs> yeah, and like, it, like it's it's just Rise like we were talking about tears. before with like her making herself or whatever. But you know, certain things that angels can do are like creation. Like they can heal themselves, they can fix the you know their outfits, they can fix mm-hmm. you know stuff, and that's like creation in a way. But right. Yeah, they they like yeah, they're like creative forces. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That's why she got her mom pregnant. Um, 
That's hated that's that. What I'm really saying. hated that. It does. It does. Uh, um, you know, Ruby's worried because, like, she's like, you know, if if the angels come and you know we don't, Anna doesn't have powers, like we're fucked. Um, yeah. Oh, not even just the angels. I think she's worried, obviously, about Alistair as well. Um, and in this moment, it's funny. We can hear Anna's angel radio, which doesn't often happen. Um, like she's sitting there basically listening to it. Um, and they are saying to her that Dean has got to turn Anna in, um, or they'll send him back to hell. So, oh no. Yeah. Um, something I thought. Dean doesn't like this idea at all. (laughs) Yeah, Dean hates it. Sorry, something you thought? Something I thought was like. He doesn't love that. Um, it's so fun this early on in the angel lore, like, they, no, no one's got an angel blade, um, and so, like, yeah. they are really still t- scared of the angels. I just, I just mm-hmm. noticed that. I was like, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't even have an angel blade. Like, in the later seasons, know, they've got, Sam like... Sam specifically asks, like, is there any weapon that could kill an angel? And Anna's, like, not one that we can get to. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it's just fun because, like, at this point, angels are, like, forces that really can't be, like, they are not on equal footing Locked at with. all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Love it. And, I, like, we don't even, There's you know, you see an uh, angel blade in this episode. Like, Cass and Uriel mm-hmm. don't whip one out. Obviously, that's just because they haven't thought of it yet. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but they think of it soon. Here's dope. the thing. Yeah. yeah, like, I think that that is not, I like, I think Anna saying that and them not having angel blades at this point doesn't actually preclude the... It doesn't yeah, make it contradictory when they appear later. Yeah, it's more I, just I think interesting it's cool that to it's, like, yeah, it, they, yeah, they didn't bring them out and, you know, like, mm-hmm. checks out. Yeah. I allow it. Um, okay. So yeah, now we're up to um, a certain um, scene. Um, just before yeah. we get into, like, yeah. what happens, um, there's something interesting that, like, Anna compares herself to Lucifer. You know, she's like, he fell, I fell. Um, yes, which is pretty metal. It's also nice. Oh yeah. Um, I just like I really love this comparison because something that I think of a lot is um, how in the show the only things that we see, the only angels who chose to fall, or not even chose, but like the only fallen angels are Lucifer and Anna, and then to a certain degree, maybe perhaps cast later, but like not even really yeah. that. And I think it's like pretty interesting that there are certain ep- points in the show where Cass has like a real aversion to um, like certain like people and things. And like, so one of them is like when Gadriel shows up and he's like, he is a fallen angel, right? Like he's like committed like yeah. grave sins. Um, so I, I just think it's like, really interesting when this happens because it's like Cass does not want to fall. Like he doesn't really even want to disobey. Um, He's not like, I just like that really like tickles my brain. And like, as the show goes on and I like refresh my memory, like I'll definitely talk about that again. (laughs) But like right now I just remember like I was watching it last night and I was like, Oh my God, like they are the only fallen angels. Like, Ooh. <laughs> it's pretty good yeah. it's it does tickle the brain mm-hmm. um that is something i thought about earlier like ella when you were saying um the bit about like a carpenter's or a carpenter that's no longer working for this big carpentry organization <laughs> uh they are still a carpenter yeah 
Um, because angel is both a job and a species or a designation of being a kind of being, mm-hmm. if you will. So using species is a little, uh, it falls short for me. But um, they, they are a, a kind of being, right? And so, so much of that is tied to obeying um, and obedience in heaven that it must seem really strange. Like, are you getting stripped of your nature if you fall? Mm-hmm. Are you unbecoming? Like, w- what is what's happening there? I just think it's really yeah because they seem to have like, the that same must be like a really troubling they, you idea. know they have the same kind of personality. So it's you know it's not like Ooh, Anna no no um, when you fall you know it's it, you mm. are still like a being like yeah even if you're you know oh yeah yeah oh you remain you but like. Yeah. Heaven's propaganda machine is good enough that it I think I would be fine way, with how they don't talk it, about it. I'd be way. fine with how vague it was if the show also never like delved into what a soul is, because like you can't just be like right. humans have yeah. souls, demons are like a soul, and then be like, don't worry about angels, don't worry. just don't even worry about it. Um, they don't know? even think about it. Just yeah. look look the other way, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing I guess that's important in the scene is that Anna tells. Dean that she knows what he did in hell um, and she advises him to forgive himself mm-hmm. um, I thought that was sweet I thought that was really kind um, that's what I mean when I think when I say that I think they have a, like a good rapport like they have some level of understanding for each other which is nice I thought that was it's just nice that people are nice to each other they're so often not on this yeah show. um it is a bit fast I, I find like you know obviously they get like quite intimate quite fast later um but it's like I I wish maybe they had peppered in a bit more specifically those two um bonding like before like in the episode before um because like like we you know we scream about like Oh my god! Like this is only the third time Cass has met him, and da 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 da. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotional intimacy there, whereas I I feel like with this, yeah, it, I'm seeing things and I'm not feeling them as much. Um, but I I don't know what that's about. That could just be me. I feel like okay. I actually really like Dean and Anna. I like that they're I think that's cute. paralleled as like having very similar experiences because they bond over like. One thing that Anna says is, like, can you imagine what it would be like to, like, never meet your father and he's giving you these commands and you just, like, are all alone and you just, like, have to carry them out. And Dina's like, yeah, I actually know exactly what that's like. Yeah. I think that that's – I really enjoyed that. And also, one thing that I find, like, so (laughs) incredible about Supernatural is that, like, they really don't do a lot of romance plots. um, Yeah. Partially because of the fan base and also partially because I think that they were just, like – because the fans would tend to react really badly to a love interest um, in earlier seasons, but then also because um, this is a boys' show for boys and boys yeah. don't do romance. You know what I mean? I think as but well. But it's like pretty kind of interesting like... that like oh, yeah. this long-running show never has like a true love story for either brother. Really, like Sam obviously has more love interests I think than Dean ends up with, but like yeah. Um, well, I think it, um, I think it's just like unusual for a show like this. I think they it's like instead of yeah, exploring definitely. like emotional development through a you know canon romantic relationship, we mm-hmm. end up with you know Sam having an amalgamation of partners throughout the time, and he also like mm-hmm. you know 
his relationship with like Rowena and and stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. with Dean, it like <laughs> you know it ends up being like Cass is his like the equivalent right. of a romantic yeah. like partner throughout the you know uh, all of mm-hmm. the times where you know the demons are trying to like you know use something like against them or whatever it's like that's Mm -hmm. that's the relationship it's like there's the brothers and then yeah yeah. and then it's Dean and Cass and it's it is interesting I think I'm like I do really like their chemistry um I guess like what I was thinking of more is like it's pretty convenient that Anna is like a like in a woman's body and like well okay so this was like the next part yeah. of my thought which is just that like so essentially Dean and, or Cass and Anna are serving like very similar functions in the story right now and then like allegedly yeah. like the behind the scenes lore is that um Cass sort of took over whatever Anna's role was supposed to be yeah going right. forward yeah. um but it's just like very telling that like <laughs> so Dean and Cass like they kind of bond over um there's a few different things Not that have happened. over their daddy issues, essentially. Yeah. And then, like, they have, like, their parallels. And then Cass is, like, very open with him and tells him that, you know, I do have doubts um, and all of this kind of stuff. And then, like, the next person that <laughs> Dean has, like, parallels with and daddy issues with is Anna. And then he immediately jumps in the backseat of the Impala with her. <laughs> yeah. And, like, something I noticed as well is, like, when Anna kind of comes on to him, well, not, you know, she comes closer to him, uh, like, she touches his face, and it's like, oh, okay, so when men and women have an intimate conversation, they can become physically closer. But mm-hmm. whatever the fuck happens with Dean and Cass for yeah. 12 years doesn't, you know, like, it's yeah. like, it's just, I'm annoyed at the external forces, I guess. I'm not annoyed, like, at Men Anna, will look at I, each other, they will yeah. not touch each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, it's it's just frustrating, like, when you think about it, like, for two seconds, you're like, oh, they just met. They, this is it. I've got in here, um, who wants to have approximately two deep conversations with me and then steam up the back of the Impala? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so quick. I'm sorry. I... I'm just saying it's Julie McNiven. I would. <laughs> like, right. no, that's what I also um, have in my notes. I said, I feel nothing. No. These are two beautiful people and I feel nothing. <laughs> I wrote um, two. I, yeah, I do think that they both, they both acted really, like they're both giving a lot, but it doesn't feel like it connects like romantically. Yeah, I think sense? like to a certain degree, like, like sex scenes are always kind of alienating, especially on shows like, where they can't actually be, like, that sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, they can't be, like, too sexy yeah, on fair. the CW. That's not allowed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, for, like, you, standards yeah, and practices reasons. Yeah, I, I guess, though, I was comparing it to, like, him and Cassie in season one. And, like, that is so... There's so much more passionate, oh, yeah. like, in that scene. Um, like, I know it's obviously, like, a different situation. Yeah, but that's... But it's a different situation. I just feel nothing. Yeah. I said two coconuts jelly colliding for real. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't feel that way. <laughs> that is kind of, like, <laughs> I did beautiful, but I did think that it. No. I don't know. I I did think that there was there was something there that could be interesting, and they are definitely setting up a love story. And I do find it interesting that like Dean does tend to form really intense connections really quickly, like with Lisa Braden. They had like mm. a hot weekend, and he was really really into her, and then he dates her for like a year later on. Um, 
And when he sees her again, he's like instantly still interested and in all this stuff. Like he and with Cassie it was only a couple of months that they were together. So I do think that that is something that is consistent with Dean's character. Like he uh, he will form those relationships really quickly because that's the only way he can. And he yeah. so deeply wants like a relationship like yeah. that. I think he really mm-hmm. wants um, an understanding and like that kind of support and that kind of I don't know. If somebody uh, well, craves just that kind that of like intimacy. emotional connection, like the physical connection exactly. is like what he can get easily and Take quickly really. because yeah. that's like yeah. part of his like nomadic life. But what he really exactly. wants is that like emotional yeah. openness and exactly. support. If yeah. someone else is willing to give exactly. back that vulnerability, like or be open mm-hmm. to him being vulnerable, he's instantly like, We're best friends now. Yeah. Um which is Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Or we we could fall in love. Like, I think he is very open to that really soon. Especially with, I mean, with women. I don't think he's so... I, we don't have Benny's to talk right about these bisexuals. But anyway. Um, um, <laughs> I, I guess as well, um, like... It is really oh, yeah, funny sorry, to me. Go. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, it is really funny to me. Because it's so obvious that they're setting up this long-running love story. Because of, like, there's a lot of little moments. And I might point them out later. But um, the the song that they choose for when Dean and Anna are like getting it on is "Ready for Love" by Bad Company, Aww. which is really funny. To me. <laughs> it's it's I I find um, it like doesn't yeah. really fit the mood. I don't know if that's just me. Like maybe that's why it also no, wasn't working for me. That, yeah, <laughs> the song's not great. Sorry, guys. Um, we we <laughs> cannot go past this scene without talking about um initially initially oh, Dean's on top. Um, and then they let Dean be on the bottom. I think um, with the scene with Cassie, there was like talk yeah. of like <laughs> Dean has to be on, on top for some reason. But um, they, they let him be on the bottom. Listeners, please weigh in. Is Dean Winchester a pillow princess? No, no. I think <laughs> listeners write in. No. <laughs> I just, I just I meant, I meant, so, this. okay, eventually. <laughs> Eventually, Dean is on the bottom, and we see Anna. So we can get the angle of Anna putting her hand over Cass's handprint scar on his shoulder. Um, now, what was that about? What were they thinking? What was that? <laughs> Did no, I because I need to know, like from a heterosexual point of view, what have were you guys you thinking? Got any, what were you doing? I, I, what is I this? I don't know. Have you guys got any thoughts? I have a couple. I, can't th- I cannot think of what they were thinking. I think genuinely, I can... like. If you just look at this from, like, I'm directing this episode of Supernatural, and it's like, Anna's an angel, an angel put this stamp on Dean, what do you do when you see a handprint in the wild, you match your hand up to it? Like, I think that that is literally the end of of their thought process, but it is just like, Uh, yeah, what is happening? Because it's like, we've... I I thought it was really weird. Why is this happening? I, I thought it was, I don't know, because it does seem like she's staking a claim, right? Like, when you are putting your hand over a handprint, um, it, it kind of feels that way I to thought me. of it more like she's like, curiously, again, like, going, like, oh, like, and she knows what it's from. Like, she's kind of like, mm-hmm. wow. But, but like, like, we've talked about this before. What did they think they were doing? Because, like, they're the ones, like, going, Cass, Anna, Cass, Anna. Like, um, you know, they're literally setting yeah. up a love triangle, but it's unclear, like, what the stakes are for everybody involved in yeah. the love triangle. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. is it Dean and Cass fighting over Anna? Is it Anna and 
Mm. Anna and Cass fighting over Dean. Mm. Like what? Like what are the legs of this? I love think triangle? it's the latter. Um, and also like uh, we we skip past this, but before they kiss, well, I think Anna says, I think that's like what it comes across as to us. Like yeah. we watch it, and it's like okay, clearly it's it's the angels, Anna and Cass fighting over Dean. But I th- I feel like in the show they were trying to make it seem like Dean and Cass fighting over Anna. Okay, I could see what I could see. Do you see what I I mean? Like the intent is different than what ends up happening on screen. I could definitely see what you're saying. Especially in On the Head of a Pin, I think that comes across more. But I don't know what they even do to try and achieve that. It's like they're going like, they're they're going like, oh, look, um, Anna fell, right? And look, oh, Cass Mm -hmm. is also on this like doubt journey. Um, Mm -hmm. But like, then they're like, they're conflating that journey with like being close to Dean. Or, like, obviously that didn't mm-hmm. happen with Anna, but it is happening, like, you know, she's like, I, human, da-da-da, you know. And then, yeah, like she says, she says to him, um, sex, when she's listing, um, you know, things that, you know. That make me Yeah, um, and it's like. Than being an yeah, angel. Yeah, and so, like, like you said, they, they are just doing all this stuff and not realizing if you, if you, like. It's not even a queer lens, I think. It's like uh, just any kind of media analysis lens. It's what do these characters mean to each other? What are they? What is the story mm-hmm. they're trying to tell? Um, uh, so Anna says um, it's our last night on Earth because, like, uh, you know, she, you know, the angels are coming <laughs> for her, and it's like we have to keep that in mind for later because obviously <laughs> that comes back next season, and it's like. That's a real specific In the next callback. episode that this guy directed. <laughs> oh, you're right. Whoops. Let's okay. get into the next scene because um, we can do an Anna Castine extravaganza bonus episode. <laughs> I think we um, should. I think we should start doing bonus episodes, honestly. You have so many fun ideas. That for is them. so funny that it is the same director. Like, <laughs> it's obviously not the same writer and, you know, he doesn't affect the, like, the words. But, like, maybe Jay Miller Tobin is, like, you know... He's a Jay Miller Tobin <laughs> loves a love triangle. He's, he's a like, yeah. He's like, this is what makes a show good yeah. having a love triangle. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So like, they steam up the car. They get you get a dramatic, very like romance. The Titanic. Yeah. Titanic. And, yeah. Um, the show is obsessed with the Titanic. Anyway. Um, Titanic was huge. Is the thing like that yeah. was a massive fucking movie. Yeah. Aptly named. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, good for um, him. Yeah, well, good for yeah. Anna. Get some before you die. He's already been uh, dehymenated or whatever, like, previously, but um, we didn't see that. Tronstein, 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 <laughs> Tronstein. This is a real thing that he says, Jess. I don't know if you know this. I you do know that one. This, but yeah. in that, okay, cool. Just, just. Um, which is fine. He says that because that's a Bedland episode that he says it in. Yeah, because Bedlam's like, oh, okay. he's putting the, you know, he's feeding the brains worms. Brains worms? Brain worms. <laughs> brains worms. <laughs> he's, he is, he Constant. has the worm food. He's sprinkling it he's into like, our enclosure. Sprinkles a bit of worm. <laughs> he is the manufacturer of the worm food. <laughs> um, he's cultivating the compost heat. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next up, we get, um, Ruby, we've got to mention this before, but basically she gave them some hex bags that she said protects them from angels and demons. So that's why, like, this period of time they've not been attacked again because they can't find them. Um, she 
walks past Sam, who's asleep. I like the idea that maybe she was just watching him sleep, because um, she's obviously like obsessed with him. But she walks Supernatural out. Supernatural creatures will watch you sleep. <laughs> they will not be able to sleep, and they will I stand think that's fun. Around. Um, well, well. She goes outside. You're fucking this guy who. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh. I was just gonna say, like, you're fucking this guy who's incredibly vulnerable and has a lot of head wounds. You just have to check him while he's sleeping. <laughs> Hold the knife to his ma- to his like nose to check him. Like, you, are you good? So you're still breathing. <laughs> See She's like trying to drip uh, blood like into that. his mouth as he sleeps. <laughs> um, okay, so she burns the hex bag. I, I don't know if it's like all of them or like, because she had a few, but she burns one of them. And then Alistair shows up um, and he calls Sam her gawky human friend, which is fun. Which is um, very funny. I, it's a bit funny. Like, you know, she's kind of, giving them up because she wants Dean and Sam to be saved. So she's saying, basically, you can mm-hmm. take the angel. Um, and it was funny because I was like, oh, okay. So she, it's like she doesn't want Sam to get hurt, I guess, for the plan. Um, but it is presented yeah. in a very... No, it's because she loves well, him. Well, you know, um, <laughs> who's to say? Um, uh, <laughs> I, me, I am to say, and I do. She I loves do him and she loves um, grand plans. And doing them. sure a girl yeah, can like yeah. two things. Um, um, counter offer moment. Oh, yeah. So Alistair takes her to be tortured. Yeah, he calls her a cowardly and little then, slut. Um, of course he does. He, he also says, DVS and then he straps her into the naked torture rack, which is. Is this the first time we see this on Supernatural? Well, we don't see it yet. I would say yes, ma'am. Um, we do get a couple other scenes before we find out what Ruby's up to. But did you want to talk uh, about that now? Um, no. Well, it, you know, it does. It is. No, it fine. is a bit we'll separate. But um, okay. So, you know, um, we find uh, Uriel and Dean in the um, what do we call it? Like the ambiguous wooden structure. Our <laughs> empty track. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Dean realizes he's in a dream and, you know, Uriel's like, yeah, look, I can't find you. And I I feel like that might be the first time that we're showing that angels, like, I know we saw in uh, 402 Cass have that conversation with him and it's it's ambiguous about whether it's in his dream or not. Um, this is explicitly, Mm -hmm. he's saying, oh, I'm dreaming, aren't I? Which is kind of retroactively maybe confirming that that was also in a dream. Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I don't think it makes a yeah. difference, but it, it could but be. But it's like, he, yeah. you know, Dean's, he realizes. Um, yeah, Dean cottons onto it very quickly. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but it, uh, there's a lot of interesting language when Uriel speaks to humans and about humans. Um, like he says, it's so cute when monkeys wear clothes to Dean. Um, I, th- I thought it was funny because, like, they show in the shot. He's a bitch and, and I love it. Because Dean is further away from the camera. He does look like a tiny little man. <laughs> like, Uriel's, like, more in, <laughs> more in frame. And so, like, he says that and then we see a little tiny, tiny man. <laughs> Five foot two or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, Dean asks where Cass is. Oh, um, this line. Which is fun. So, Uriel replies, Castiel, uh, He's not here. See, he has this weakness. He, he likes, likes you. Um, he <laughs> likes you. And then Dean says, did he say that? Tell me exactly what he said. 
that's what I would do in that situation. Oh my god, really? Did he Are really you sure? say that? Did he? What exactly did he say to you? Um, did he say like he likes me, or like does he just seem like he likes me? Um, <laughs> did he actually say that, or are you just saying that right now? Yeah, that's why I think he's being lobotomized at. Uh, yeah, he's like, busy. Yeah, well, the way he says it is so. Naomi was like, "What the fuck is he's this?" Like he likes you, like and he's disgusted. He hates them. I love Uriel. He's so fun. <laughs> I think he's... We need more rude, fun guys. Him and Zach? Um, yeah. Peak Angel. Let angels me. be mean. Naomi is up yeah. there as well. Yeah. Naomi's um, not up there. I hate so, Naomi. <laughs> Naomi is up there for me. I have some agendas to, to point Top out. Top 10 things but that I'm so sensitive Cass. about. She hurts my feelings so bad. She's so mean to Cass. <laughs> She's so mean to Cass. But I like her motivation. She makes sense to me. Amanda tapping. Oh my god, Ilsa, you always want to be like Naomi posting, but we we she's not in the app. We've got to. She rules. She's not even. She's not Um, in the the show for another like four years. So for like ages. (laughs) It doesn't matter though. It's okay. Love you. It's the best. We can Um, move past this. It's just like (laughs) I'm sorry. Like like we said before, he likes you. What is the reason? Like, what is the narrative reason (laughs) right now? Like. I, they are well. They're yeah, setting they're setting up. up the like insane shit that happens towards the end of the season, like the you know complete. Yeah, correct. But for why? Like he likes him because, because he likes it, him. It is cool because they're fucking yeah. best friends. And best, do you know what yes, I mean? Like, like, but, like Cass hasn't like like Dean hasn't like um he hasn't done anything for Cass or anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they, there's no reason. Like he hasn't saved Cass from any evil. He hasn't. Like, Cass is literally just like safe. compelled by him. He just wants to hang out. Yeah. And Naomi and everybody and Uriel and everybody like, else hates this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like not again. This is what it's like to be a Dean humans, girl. Like, like cannot take this and come across like Dean Crit. You're like, what? Like, you but genuinely I like don't like him. <laughs> But I like him. Um, yeah, so, you know, I just think that's really funny. Great line, iconic line, iconic delivery. Um, yeah, well. Uriel reveals um, after Dean lies and says that, uh, yeah, she's got her grace back um, as a kind of diversion. He's like, uh, this grace? One thing about And whips it out. The, the, he whips <laughs> out the, fi- the vial of angel grace, just... He doesn't just whip. He whips no, it out. no ambiguous phrasing. When, he whips out the vial of angelic grace that he is wearing around his neck. I think everyone knew what I was talking about. I just want to. Well, I think so too. I just, I just wanted to say one thing about Dean is that he will lie, and I like that. Um, Speaking anyway. of um, junk, so uh, like he, he basically gets a bit teased by Uriel next that um, Uriel realizes like what's happened with him and Anna. I guess because he's Cut in his head. Cut yourself a slice of angel food cake. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Nasty, Uriel says. And then he says, like, uh, the Dean says, like, you're junkless, like, Kendall's. <laughs> um, Rude. That's just Which mean. Uriel neither confirms nor denies. So any time you hear anyone in the fandom say angels are junkless, 
I think we've got zero proof that they are, only speculation, yeah. and we've got lots of proof mm-hmm. that they aren't. So, um, just on that, angels fucked. You heard it here first. We're the first um, people to talk about it. I think. Yeah. We're the first people to ever consider any so, angel on the show in any kind of sexual situation. No one is talking about this. Conversation starters over here. Um, so, uh, Uriel continues to threaten Dean. He's like, so what are you going to do? Says Dean, like, oh, you're going to throw me back in the hole. You're bluffing, Mm. whatever. And this is when Uriel says that, um, he's Mm -hmm. replaceable. Interesting. Uh, Yes. To me, I think that Uriel is, is lying. I think he's just saying that. We'll just I don't think that they have any idea about Adam. I wonder if they have. Back to yeah, I wonder if they have any idea about um, like perfect vessels at all, or like the concept of you know like because obviously we we know that like Adam you know can be well that they vessel. must because they're yeah. in vessels. Yeah. Um. So now. like something I'm thinking but- of is that in like you know obviously is later on um but in the AU's you know other humans are possessed by lucifer and michael and so it's like if he knows or he doesn't know you know whatever it is it still does track Mm -hmm. um yeah i i i I would argue that he doesn't uh just because i think for heaven strategically that would be a bad choice weak choice to make i wouldn't if i were heaven i wouldn't let just your run of the mill like soldiers Know that there's yeah. such a thing as a perfect. I guess we vessel. get into this a bit more in on the um, pin, um, when all that kind of situation goes down. Looking forward to it. Very much so. Um, looking forward to it. This is where we get to the um thing I hate to see. Um, sure, Ooh. Ruby is a devil, or <laughs> the devil, a demon. God, it is eleven twenty nine p.m. Jesus. Oh, that's late. I'm she's so sorry. A, she's a demon, um, but she's full-on got the, like, what's her name? Lilo, like a be- boob bandage strap. Yeah. Like, From the fifth element, Lilo. Yeah, Lilo, yeah. Um, it's just, like... Yeah. It's like a leather strap across yeah, your Yeah, and then, like, across her mouth, like, it is so as well. bondage It's, like, molded to her chin, which I thought was cool. But, yeah, did he um, have time to, like... Just, like, in terms... <laughs> like, is that... I don't know. It's just a real funny setup, like... <laughs> I th- yeah, I think it's just a general... I don't know. It's cool. What, what I did like about this is they start giving us a little bit more perspective on hell through this. Because Alistair talks mm. a lot. He has a little monologue in here. We're not going to get into it. But he does say that he doesn't like it up here because it's chilly. Mm. Um, and I like that because that's something that comes back later seasons. Like, Meg says, um, it's cold out here. Uh, in one of the yeah, it's like hell is. I think hell is like warm and gross Hell's and warm. smelly and all that. Um, he's I he's very creepy. I, I just yeah. I almost feel like he's not getting any gratification in the scene of her being like in such a kind of um sexy for no reason Sexualized. kind of position. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. not like he's also yeah. getting off on that. Like he, there's no vibe of that from him. He just seems it's to be keen on the, the torture. Viewer, yeah. Honestly. Did anybody yeah. else notice the She's dedicated so nice. um, foot shot? I did. I did not. <laughs> just a little Tarantino moment. 
A little All homage right. to Tarantino's well. foot fetish. <laughs> is that what it was, you reckon? It can't be an homage every time. It is. Every time it is. Like... <laughs> Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> Nothing matters. We're just saying anything. We're saying anything um, and we're bringing up fate. Like, That's what we what happens over here. Ruby, Ruby um, mentions that, um, or she negotiates. Like she's like, I will tell, I will show you where the angel is. We're not, yeah, but I won't tell you because you will simply kill. Yeah, her, she like, kind of is like knows. knowing that it's a bit of a bargaining chip right now. Like she's only alive as long as. She still has the information. Um, after that really, you know, gross situation, um, we're all back in the barn. Um, like, it's like Anna and Dean comes in, you know, and basically quite quickly um, Cass and Uriel show up. Um, something I noticed, like we were talking earlier, they have a lot of chemistry. I feel like in this scene they have no chemistry. Um I was actually yes. I wasn't paying attention to the chemistry in the scene. I was paying attention to the way it was written, um, because I do think that there was a sense of like they were trying to set up like they're pretty open with each other. Like, and I was like, "Are you okay?" And um, Dean, while he's shifty about it, he's not like offended by her asking or anything. I guess yeah. I'm I'm hearing it. I'm just not feeling it. Moment. You know, I yeah yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I hear you. You know, no, um, so I don't know. I see it offensive personally, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just think it's like I don't know. It's I we we've seen well, we see Dean, like, especially like comparing to Cassie, he's very like lovey dovey and sweet towards her. Um, and obviously they've been together a lot longer, but there's just like not, I'm not sensing like, like, I know it's a kind of different situation um but they're, they're, yeah. they're still going through stressful <laughs> stuff in route 666 like um and they're still kind of being all cutesy i don't know i just sometimes you just have a different vibe with different people and i think that's yeah. okay yeah um but i hear what you're saying like it doesn't feel like there's not enough setup for this much reward and so the reward doesn't give you yeah anything. yeah um um i don't want to just like cut straight so... to this like i guess you know you know the the angels come in and it's like oh fuck you know dean gave them up that's you know that's the story right now dean gave them up and anna's like you know i understand you know because they they would have killed sam like she says that to sam because sam's like oh my god what's going on and mm-hmm. basically anna's like it's okay and she accepts it um they okay so they show anna and dean Kissy. they show Cass. Who hasn't really said a lot yet? Um, they show yeah. Cass. They sh- show Anna and Dean again. They do this really kiss. I think the kiss is sweet. I think you can see a lot of like stress in Dean's face, especially. Um, and Anna's like, "It's all good." Mm. Um, but then they cut back to Cass. You, there's there's other people in the room, but they <laughs> it goes Cass them kissing Cass. Well, I do think if you were gonna cut to other people in this room. Are you going to cut to Sam, who's just awkwardly You could cut to Uriel being like, ugh. Are you going to cut to Uriel They could have cut to both of the angels watching them, Mm. for sure. But I do think that they're trying to set up a a bit of a love triangle thing, maybe. It's hard to tell, but then there's also just, like, the thing of Cass 
we already know that Cass is doubting. Yeah. Anna doubted and fell. And so he's like kind of looking at her and he's being like, he's, he's, he's thinking. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, he's thinking. (laughs) The wheels are turning in his head. Like we said before, it's funny because it's like, they're kissing and it's like, okay, they're like, oh, look, the humans and, and, and angels. And Cass is thinking about it. And he's like, yeah, but he's thinking about them kissing. Like, that's so intimate. Do you know what I mean? I actually don't think he's, I I know this is a popular interpretation, but I actually don't think that, or what you're saying is a popular interpretation, but I don't think he's thinking about them kissing. I think he is, like, he's looking at this moment and he, right after he tells Anna that he's sorry, Mm -hmm. um, and she immediately refutes this. She's like, you don't know the feeling. (sighs) You don't Um, think he's thinking about, which that hurts my feelings, but (laughs) it was rude. (laughs) I don't think he's thinking about that because I think like she says to him, she forgives him and he did the best he could. Um, And when she says he forgive, she forgives him. She is when Cass looks to the side and down kind of guiltily. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is to me way more interesting or way more pertinent right now to his moment. Like maybe he's having some thoughts about like the strangeness. Yeah, of this, I don't think that. What I don't think they're like. Um, they. But, I don't think they. Can, I think they can coexist. I think I like. I always see it as. Yeah. yeah I always for sure. see it as like. No, there's one right answer, and we're gonna get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I right here, I think right that's now. What this show is Throw trying down. to say. I think the show is trying to be like, wow, look, Cassie's seeing like a fallen angel have these like intense things with a human, um, and also like you know, obviously. You know, we, we just talked about it a few episodes ago um, in episode three. Um, you know, he has a really empathetic response to Dean being emotional. And that's also that's what's it. happening here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah. I like I think just what we come to know of him, I think he would be thinking about the intimacy of that situation. Like um, and he would be kind of like, oh, that's happening between them. Like, I think he would be kind of thinking about their relationship in it, like as well not just what it means as anna like do you make sense i don't yeah, think he's i don't think it's like it de- you know the kind of, kind of amv using that shot you know uh, of oh look yeah, he's like jealous but it's also like jealous. it's not nothing yeah. it's he's it, something is happening i see yeah. what you're saying i do see what you're saying so but anna you says um Cass, he's not sorry. You don't know the feeling. And yeah. Cass says, still, still, we have a history. So, like, he actually doesn't refute that or try to argue with her that he does have feelings. He's just like, all right, we we do have Why a do history, though. Is? Like, we do know we do know each other. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God. I like, think they Anna's, know I, each other. They have like, a history. Oh, my God. Like, I don't I don't know why that saying, makes me I think so crazy, but we, it does. <laughs> I think him saying, like, well, we have a history. It, it, he does have feelings. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. She's saying yeah. you don't have feelings. Exactly. You don't understand. Exactly. But um. She's putting him in, like, a different category. But he's, he, like, that is him having feelings. Like, But he's saying, like, yeah, but we, we know each other. Yeah. And I just, like, yeah. the these early um, angel interactions before they sort of, like, like before we see more more angels like these early things where it's like Uriel and Anna and Cass all like know each other and like were angels together when they were being like perfect angels before doubt encroached really really fun Mm, mm. 
Oh my god. Okay, that was such a good sentence that I almost <laughs> completely lost what I was gonna say. But I do think, like, I completely agree. First of all, like, this is a very fun way. Like, Angel, uh, the setup for the situation that angels are in, super interesting, and seeing their relationships within that setup setup is is really compelling. Mm. But I do also think this moment where he says we have a history, um, after she says he doesn't know what it means to be sorry. <laughs> is crazy because like earlier in the episode she says like loyalty is something that angels don't have and this is both proving and disproving yeah. that because they are willing to kill her still yeah. but they feel remorse i think we've talked so, about this before like the what, propaganda uh, of heaven is that you don't have feelings yes. you just do the what we're doing do you know what i mean so it's like it's that whole this is how things are supposed to be like and she it's it remind it's very similar to like somebody who has left like an a faith um like i think yeah if you've been like hurt by religion or you know hurt by the faith community uh you often will go a bit further away and more negative and then maybe come back to a more less negative thing so it's like anna is still in that like fuck you you're all fucked you don't have any feelings do you know what i mean um, mm-hmm, like she, mm-hmm. she hasn't had time yeah. to speak with other people, and you know, have a more nuanced yeah. take on what's going exactly. on because she only knows her experience, and it is it's valid. Like, um, obviously, she's had a very terrible experience, um, with heaven. I think that's completely right. I think you're completely right. That's such a um good way to interpret it. Thank you to interpret it. <laughs> I, I think that's that's spot on. I um, anyway, she's fully ready to while he's yeah. Yeah, she's ready for it, and and I was like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Orders are orders. Just make, make it quick. quick. But while that's happening, while that's happening, Alistair shows up with uh like a lackey and Ruby, and Ruby is just sort of it's two lackeys there, and she's got blood. Yep. Is it? My bad. Two lackeys. Um, um, I've got in my head. I've got in my notes. Was, this is like heaven. Really like dun dun dun. Heaven versus hell. Like a like a kind of showdown. Um, we talked about Street Fighter before. It's very yeah. much like they end up on opposite sides in like little rows. <laughs> I it literally love it because so like... much because it is just like a smackdown. I was like, yes, <laughs> Uriel versus Alistair. This is what we're here for. <laughs> and they kind of split off and it do like tag funny. team kind of things. Like... I'm literally like fight, 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 fight. Yeah. <laughs> I have fight, 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 um... fight in my notes. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, like, (laughs) I was just going to say it's it's pretty good because, like, Sam and Dean and Anna, like, see the other people (laughs) or the demons pitch up and they're all like, whoa, and they just go off to the side. They get out of the way. They're like like a ref. They're just out of the, like, line of fire. just like, I'm out. (laughs) Um, We get a great cast line, like you said earlier. Um, he's a bit funny in this episode. He's not as, uh, I don't know, there's not as much finesse as we've gotten previously. Um, but this line is good. He says, you know who we are and what we'll do. I won't say it again. Leave now or we'll lay you to waste. God. Yeah. I'll lay you to waste. I will say it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah. What? He's definitely just been lobotomized, but I love it. So I terrific. Love it. I love so terrific. <laughs> um, um, so they like split up and start physically oh, fighting. Um, first we see Cass try to smite 
Alistar and it doesn't work. Like he, he's kind of doing the power and we see Uriel do it to one of the other demons um, right after. Um, it's and so then, interesting yeah. because it's like, is, is Alistar doing something that makes the angel powers not work? Like, does he have like some kind of sigil or something? We literally never get a better <laughs> explanation think, for what happens yeah. besides I, Cass looking surprised that he can't smite him. I think it's as simple as <laughs> Alistair is like a higher level demon. Like, I don't think he ever gets classified. What, he wasn't applying enough Well, force? I think it's like he doesn't get classified right. as like a specific type of demon that we kind of, you know, we learn about a few different types mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. Um, but we've seen earlier that like the knife doesn't work on him. So I think it's mm-hmm. kind of being like, look, he's yeah. a bit different. Um, and I don't know, like, whether they dropped that or whatever, because, they, yeah, they don't really ever specify how he's They're different. just like, we need him to be in the next episode so he can't die in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he starts speaking Latin. Um, I guess he's trying to do an angel exorcism, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. Yeah, he starts that, and then Dean comes in, and he hits him with a crowbar. Now, was this because he wanted to come to Cass's defense, or was it just because he hates Alistair? That I think it's both. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Or was it a little bit of both? Um, yeah, and I think this is Two birds, get... one crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> one crowbar. That's really graphic. Um, Continue. I think this is where we get, like, more of that, like, uh, what the fuck was Misha Collins doing with his face? Um, because his <laughs> oh, face for the rest of the episode. Just <laughs> pull this cute little... He... He's looking at Dean this like, yeah, literally just thing. like, wow, he saved me. <laughs> he's looking at, he's looking he's at him like He's got like big that. cartoon he's eyes. Like, oh, so cute. <laughs> Can you see the two eye emojis that I've used in my notes <laughs> in the middle there? But yeah, I, I, I literally, I was like, Cass doesn't close his eyes. Eye emoji space eye emoji. <laughs> um, so like, you know, that happens. And then uh, like... <laughs> So, like, Dean saves yeah, him. Uriel is attacking yeah. the other... Yeah. Uriel's going for the other demon, and while he is, like, the little necklace with a vial that he has Anna's grace in is, like, hanging out of his shirt because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, and Anna grabs it, and she throws it on the ground. And she I, I, she slurps um, it right up. in it. Like... Slurps it up. <laughs> like, mm. it sounds like this... Delicious. Um, mm. That I think that's not the first time we've all made that sound on the mic, so we should oh really. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um. That was probably disgusting. Sorry. Um, You're welcome, ASMR enjoyers. That was for you. <laughs> um, you know, so when that happens, kind of, she's like, "Shut your eyes or close your eyes or something." Um, Cass doesn't. He yeah. is like staring at her. Um. They, <laughs> this light shoots out of her, like this whole force field, um, and that Alistair gets, you know, just evaporated in that moment. I guess we don't know in that moment what's happened to him. Um, he doesn't die, but he, in a similar way to the angels earlier on, is gone. <laughs> One thing about Anna is that she will <laughs> vaporize people. She... <laughs> She loves to vanish. She wants them out of here. From a spot. She is a yeah. cat pushing something off um, the table. She's like, get the fuck out of my space. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I hate um, this. <laughs> Leave. But then <laughs> Anna's also gone. The demons are gone. But so, oh no, Alistair's, Alistair's gone. gone. Um, but the other 
other two demons are dead, but Ruby stayed. Yeah, I think Uriel yeah, killed the other two demons. Um, oh yeah, yeah. In the fight, yeah. and then um, and like Cass he's, he's watches smart. her the whole time. That yeah. so Anna's like, like glowing with like radioactive angel energy. She's he's like, on the close floor. Your eyes, close your eyes. He's just like Love everybody that. does, except for that. Cass is looking at Anna. Yeah, which is like they know each other. Oh my god! Hey, think about it as well, it like from his perspective. Oh, like you said, two He's angels have restored restored to angelic duty. Uh, yeah. angelic um glory is what I meant yeah. to say. It's it, this is almost like if only you'd lived millions of years and only two people had ever died and you'd never seen anyone be born <laughs> and you saw one you, one person was getting born over there all of a sudden, like you would look. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, good point. This is really good. <laughs> you would look. Like, it's correct. pretty crazy from his perspective. Yeah, actually correct. Yeah, 1,000%. He's like, holy mother. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. So, after all that, uh, Uriel's, like, kind of shitty at the, you know, at the humans. Um. And yeah. he, and then Cass As grabs his shoulder to kind of be like, yo... Um, oh, and that's and that's when that's when he's like really looking at Dean and it, like there's this perfect we'll, we'll have to post it when we post the episode. Wow, he's he's got huge cartoon eyes. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I didn't know people could what, do he, that. Is it like just <laughs> like, that he was saved by Dean? Like, is that what they're trying to convey with that? Like, I, I don't, don't know. know. He's like I zoned think... out. To be honest, I mean, he looks really good. I enjoy it. <laughs> But he is like really like seems yeah, like very really like shocked. Yeah. Um. And then there's a little I, conversation. We find out that like basically Sam concocted this plan that um if they fought each other <laughs> that they wouldn't have to deal with it, which is fun. Um. Yeah. I was thinking like when did they concoct this plan? But I guess it was just like I don't know. Like Ding t- came well, back like, from his dream and told him straight away, or I don't know. It's unclear, like, how Dean communicates with the angels to come to the shack because he, like, doesn't do it in the dream with Uriel. So it has to be, like, after that, but they don't bother to show us that so that they can pull off this little, like, and everything went according to plan. (laughs) Yeah, like, so they have that little conversation and, you know, um, it does feel like the end of of, like, a spy movie where they're like, ah, we got them in the end, that kind of... Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for my notes in this scene, I might have to get one of you to talk about them because I'm just going to read some of my notes. Um, Fuck this scene. I hate it here. I can't be normal about this. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I can't take notes right now. Um, (laughs) um, His voice gets all high. Ella hates this. Uh, Just what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, Okay. And then... (laughs) And then I, I also wrote, valid. if you want to survive this scene, you can just try and look at Jared's face instead for a laugh. <laughs> um, so. That's what I was going <laughs> to yeah. say. I was oh, having man. fun, like, kind of ragging on the episode in my notes as we were going. And then this this scene I just, like, had to really watch and it just, you know really, how it is. Huh? 
Before we get into, like, the rest, and so this is the final scene, and it's just Dean and Sam at the Impala the next morning, I think. Mm -hmm. But Sam says to Dean, he's talking about Anna, he goes, she's some big-time angel now, huh? And I was like, that is such a line out of, like, the end of a high school movie or something when, like, (laughs) the big star moves to New York City to, like, make it on Broadway. Wow, she's some (laughs) big-time angel now, huh? Disney (laughs) Channel. It's so funny. Yeah. Sam's a weirdo in this one. I feel like his voice is really off. No, I agree. Sam's a little bit weird in this episode, and I didn't even mention the fact that he's looking, once again, truly enormous. His neck is, like, (laughs) so big. It doesn't need to be said. I think we're all seeing the neck. We're all seeing In all of his scenes, I'm like, his neck is, like, (laughs) massive. This man's veiny. Crazy. (laughs) Well, so... They made it to the scene. Jess, do you want to talk about it or do you want me to go through it? Um, so basically what happens is that Dean finally tells Sam what he did in hell, which is he was tortured and every day Alistair would ask him, why don't you get off the rack and torture somebody else? And that way you stop being in pain mm-hmm. and you start inflicting pain. And basically Dean held out for 40 years and then eventually he does start torturing people and, uh, you know... He's crying and stuff. I have to say, it's funny that... So, the first time I watched this scene, I was like, wow, this is, like, very good. And then I've watched this episode a couple of times. I think this is maybe my third time watching it. Um, Subsequently, uh, I'm just like, yeah, cry, baby, cry. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when Dean does his, like... He's, like, perfectly lit and, like, his green eyes are filling with tears and, like, perfectly spilling over, like, well, looking so pretty. Something I noticed like, is, like, the I'm, like, not able to emotionally here. connect with the scene right. because it's just, like, that's incredible. Like, looks, look at this. Because he looks too good. <laughs> or something. Like he looks too- it's just, like, it's such a, like, a, it's so perfectly beautiful people TV, which is different than, like, regular tv but it's just like all of these like these shows that like like er or like Grey's anatomy or these like super long running 20 season episode 20 episode season tv shows where they cast models who can also act like this scene to me is like a perfect encapsulation of that we are watching two models who can also act in the scene yeah so. exactly um but uh, like something i was thinking about well, is like the difference i guess between <laughs> the difference we're watching two models who can act we're watching, watching one model who can act and one one, one jared cadillac one <laughs> wait oh, okay exactly. we can only be like mean about his acting like maybe one time per episode and then we need to just uh but this, this is, is the one time <laughs> i guess <laughs> okay i did bring it up earlier um like I think the thing as well, like, is, like you said, in those kind of shows where, like, people will cry and it will be that kind of drama, I don't think, Mm -hmm. I think in those shows it's almost like it's a given, whereas I think that the reason that this episode or this scene hits for me is that we actually haven't seen this kind of emotion from him, like, especially this season, like... In a bit. Yeah, yeah, like we saw yeah. obviously in three, like that whole thing with him and Mary, but he did, he was, he's sobbing. He has like tears running down his whole face. And I know it is like, like you said, it's very well lit and he, he like looks really beautiful. Like, 
I think it's quite gorgeous. hard. What what are they gonna shoot a camera in his face and he's not gonna look like that? Like he can't help that he yeah, looks like, like that. Yeah, I'd like to see him ugly crying, please God. I wanna see him go <laughs> <laughs> He does a little bit of an ugly cry in the new episode of The Boys, um, but uh, they don't show it for a long time. Oh that's cool. I'm not watching the fucking boys. Um, <laughs> stronger than me. Not, not even making him ugly not. cry. Um it's too curious. <laughs> I wanna I wanted to say something like on Sam in this scene, because I know we made a joke about like Jared's acting. I also think they give him quite a, a difficult job. Which, How like, do you react? Not to that this? actors shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, not that actors shouldn't be able to pull hard things off, but I do think they give him very little to do, right. and I don't think it's super. Um, consistent it doesn't track a lot maybe with how sad yeah I, I feel like he's been um, a lot better in this so, kind of dramatic emotional like scene in the past and in the future yeah um i think maybe definitely. that's why you notice it um and because jensen is really he's acting yeah. capital a acting he's putting yeah. it out there i think it's like i don't know much but like i'm obviously not an actor but i think it can be quite difficult to act with that going on yeah. Um, because he just has to look sad in the background, basically. And he kind of does. But um, he says to Dean, like, immediately when Dean's like, after 30 years, I broke. And then for, like, 10 years, I suppose, I was I was torturing souls and I lost count and all that shit. And Sam's immediately like, well, you know, anyone would have. It was 30 years of torture. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, yeah, that's completely correct. True. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, it was strange because, like, I think if I were in that situation, <laughs> that's not what I would want to hear. Like, if I were Dean and I'd, I had tortured someone for 30 or I had been a torturer for 10 years after being tortured for 30, what I would want to hear is not that, like, I was exceptional for holding out so long. Yeah, like, that's not know. how, like, um, that's not, like, how being a bad person works. Like, if you are someone who has hurt somebody, right? This is Obviously, his is a really extreme example. <laughs> like, he's in hell, literally torturing innocent souls or whatever. But it's, it's like, if you've done something bad to a person, <laughs> hearing that, like, oh, anyone would have done that in this situation, that's... What does that do? That doesn't... Yeah, that shit. doesn't, like, take away from feeling shit about it. Yeah. I do like that Sam, Mr. Empathetic Emotional Intelligence, just really does not nail, he does not stick the landing on this one. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, I, I tried to remember that he's actually 25 as well. I'm like... 25. I think I could do better. No, I couldn't. Never mind. That's um, <laughs> also, though, like, I think partially the reason that I don't have a super, like, like, I can't really, like, emotionally connect with the scene is it's so far removed from like anything that could ever happen in real life that it's like hard to take it seriously because he's like i was in hell and i love torturing people and it's like that means nothing you know what i mean like there's just like there's (laughs) that's that's nothing um but and i i feel like it it is kind of interesting because then it's just like how do how could you like live with those feelings you know what i mean yeah um they're, like, what is Sam supposed to say? Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I guess what I was what I was thinking, like we mentioned before, um, when he is talking to Anna, um, he kind of echoes the sentiment that he says, I wish I couldn't feel a damn thing. Um, and that's where the episode ends. And like you were saying, it's like, you, what can you say to that? Um, like, but mm-hmm. I think as well, like, 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 it's like, no wonder Sam says the wrong thing. Like, what are you supposed to say? Yeah. Um, I was thinking just like maybe 
because like seasons one to three also aren't like ones that you often return to and like think about a lot. Like, like maybe if you kind of like, cause I remember when I was binging it, like all those emotional uh-huh. beats really hit me. Um, mm-hmm. and I, cause I was really not expecting to connect to the characters as much. Um, and like, maybe because you're kind of like, <laughs> you know, you, uh, like, like it just makes me think about all the other times we've seen him be upset, I guess. I don't know. I, it's, it's, yeah. you know, I conflate it with things, I guess, but. Yeah. I do have to say, like, solid work from Jensen on this one, and I'm sorry to say it. Like, he really did hit it. Like, I do think that there is something a little bit bizarre about seeing someone being lit that perfectly, crying that prettily. Um, as you pointed out, just like, there is something a little bit alienating almost yeah. about it. But it's, to me, it's like he acts through that, um, and I still think it hits. Um, maybe I think it would hit more if there were less close-ups somehow. Um, but that's again that's on filmmaking decisions not yeah. on acting or like cinemat- cinematography calls not like acting so yeah I think it was pretty good um, I do like that he says he wishes he couldn't feel a damn thing because I do think that it connects back to his conversation earlier with Anna when she's like feelings or why I did this and he's like dope I would not do that yeah yeah, you know, people thing. who have done bad things or have been part of really terrible experiences in in a multitude of ways, like they don't want to be thinking about it because you know you think about it again and your brain, you know, you have an you know you have a stress response because your brain can't you know tell the difference between thinking about it and experiencing it. So I think that's why as well, like him getting so upset really makes sense because like. This whole time as well, like, you know, how many days has it been since Alistair kind of confronted him in the last episode and then, you know, he saw him again today um, and he kind of, you know, talked to him again today. It's like he's kind of been not thinking about it and then Sam specifically says, like, look, I'm not going to ask you about it, but he's kind of like, he, he can't hold it mm. in, I guess, at, at that point. Yeah. Um, And that was the episode, I suppose. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That, that was... Um, <laughs> That was the episode. Jessica, mm-hmm. what is the <laughs> cast count for this episode? The cast count for this episode is six minutes and 44 seconds, which puts it mm. um, sort of, let me let me pull up my spreadsheet first yeah, of all. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It's not the yeah, compared most. Compared to last episode. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, compared to last episode. <laughs> Rough stuff. Back gang. It was a bad <laughs> There's a time. lot of scenes like in this one where he's there, but he's not like. There's so many people in like in yeah. scenes. Yeah. So the the most that he's appeared in is in, uh, it's the Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester. That was nine minutes and fourteen seconds. Okay. So this is That's the second highest cast count that we've had. I feel distraught. That's not enough. Yeah. We cannot live. It's like never going to be enough. So right now we're going to just take a trip to the salt mines and then uh, also put something in our heart locket. Um, so who's ready? Ilse, you look ready. Um, have you got things? I, Where are we going? Uh, I have a heart locket, but I forgot my salt mine. I had it. I had it. <laughs> what about um, you, Jess? Are you ready? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's go, um, I don't have a salt mine for this episode. It's good. Great job, team. And then my heart locket 
there's actually two sides of it. The one side is Bobby's absence, which is just funny. <laughs> um, so I don't love no, that I he's thought absent. You were like, I hate Bobby. No, I just think it's like so funny that they're like, I he's just not here. Like, don't worry about it. He's just not here. <laughs> and like, they don't even try to like call him or anything. Like, they're just like, he's he's not in this episode. And it's so nondescript. Like, you know, <laughs> they don't say, mm-hmm. oh, he's in Japan or something that like is part of his personality. It's just like <laughs> really mm-hmm. vague. They're just like, don't worry about that. Um, And then the other part of it is the Uriel-Alistair showdown. Because those are two characters that I just think are, like, so fun. Mm. I just really enjoy them, and I like to see them. And, like, when they finally, like, show up in that barn together, I think it's actually really good payoff for what's been set up over two episodes. Mm -hmm. And, like, the whole... Everything that's leading up to, like, the angels and everything. People saying that, like, they're dangerous and they're scary and Ruby being afraid of them. And then, like, finally they show up in this barn together. And then, like, they're slightly (laughs) undermined by the CW budget constraints. But, like, (laughs) when they first, like, both show up there is so exciting. And then they just... (laughs) And then there's, like, a weirdly long moment where literally men will look at each other. (laughs) Like, before they start fighting. (laughs) Which is so great. No budget restrictions um, oh, will man. stop men looking at each other. No, men will look at each other on on <laughs> the CW acting, Supernatural. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, All right, man. Elsa, have you got a salt mine area? I'm just going to pick a cheap one. Um, the boob, the leather boob constraint. Yeah, I think we got oh, it yeah. really sucks. in the episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. So I don't really need... It just sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... <laughs> For my heart locket, I'm coming back to the Sam Ruby well. I really Someone enjoy. has to. <laughs> it's overflowing. <laughs> and I will. Someone needs to take some water um, out of there. <laughs> what, wait, is that water? Or is that is that blood? <laughs> oh, my God. There's blood in the Sam Ruby well. Um, it's right there. Good job. I <laughs> Thank you. Um, I really like in this episode that it seems like Dean's trying to get along with Ruby. Yeah, maybe Ruby's making an effort as well. It's really sweet. Like when, um, in the very first fight of the episode, Dean is the one who goes over and helps her up. Yeah. Sam is knocked out for a minute. Um, and when she gives them the hex bags, he says thank you, Ruby, or just like specifically thanks, Ruby. And she looks kind of like she's like confused. okay. <laughs> she's like sure. Yeah. I just think it's kind of nice yeah. that like Dean is trying to be a supportive brother. Which is crazy to me because he never does that shit. He does and I it wish sometimes. he did it more. Uh, well. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> um, no, he does do it sometimes, but when he does it, I love it. I eat that shit up with a little spoon, like it's ice cream. I had noticed that. And then later on in the episode, I noticed, um, well, may- no, maybe it's before that, sorry. Maybe it was the other way around. Um, Sam is the one specifically being like, Cass, no. Like he calls him Cass and says, Cass, no, like. Oh yeah, because um, Cass is walking up to knock him out. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Which is funny because it doesn't do Dean. Um, yeah, so. that's the first time he does say Cass. I think to his face. Yeah, because he's been saying Castile or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Castiel. <laughs> Putting some flair on it. Someone has to again. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was cute. I liked it. What about you, Ella? Um, I guess, like you said, I'm just doing a bit of a cheap one. Um, there's a recurring joke where um, 
you know, Dean's saying that like oh, about her not knowing yeah. her dad, um, and he's like, you know, who was it, the plumber? A little snake in the pipes, which is I'm not I'm not against that. That's you know, that's funny to. <laughs> Sorry, be that is a little because it's like because it's like that bit's funny because it's like you know it's God, you know. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, that was funny, actually. Now I'm with you. The bit, the next <laughs> bit where Sam says, "Dude, you're confusing reality with porn again," and mm-hmm. it's not that that bit is offensive. It's just that it's not that funny. Um, and then yeah. um, later yeah. on, when like the the two uh, girls are in the back of the car, um, you know, Dean kind of foreshadowy says like a penthouse forum letter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the two of them, and then Sam just says, "Dude, reality porn." Um, which I'm just like, what? And that's like it for that scene as well. That scene where they're in the car, it's literally just like, that's all they do to see them in the back of the car, laugh about it. And then it cuts. They found the tree. Yeah. The bit that I like is after that, Dean says, you call this reality. So it's like that kind of works, but (laughs) it just doesn't really sound like Sam to me. Like, I know he likes to like chide Dean for that kind of thing, but it's just Mm -hmm. boring to me. Like, Thank you for recognizing that this is not my Sam. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you know, I love to see, I love, I love Sam. Um, He's good. I, I will, I will, yeah, I want him to be funny. So he's funny often and this is not one of the times. Um, I guess then in my heart locket, um, I guess like. I agree with both of yours, like all of yours. So um, I'll choose something a bit random. Uh, Just like (laughs) all of the acting choices that Misha Cullen made in this, like to... It's, it's Wait, who? Misha Collins. Misha Collins. Sorry, I. I... (laughs) Just the word. Can you edit that out? (laughs) Do not edit that out. It's funny. Um. (laughs) <laughs> like all the all the things that he's doing, um, and it's just it's a bit like he's adding a lot of flavor, um, with those looks at the end, like in the end half, and I and it's it's fun, like what's he doing? Listener, you cannot see me, but I'm doing that. You know, the Breakfast Club, the punch into the air. At the end. <laughs> Love that guy. That's just so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's in my little heart locket, just that little weird expression Mm -hmm. that he has on his face. Um, but yeah, good episode, just like a mixed bag though. Like the, it's, it's not a good episode in the way that like, I would say, you know, the first like three episodes of the seasons are really good episodes or whatever. Like it, it feels Mm -hmm. different, but, um, they're definitely doing some, but yeah, I don't know. I love that guy. Castiel, must be said. Yeah, must be. Castiel. Castiel. All right. Noted. Pretty good guy. All right. Take us home, Ilsa. Well, we we did it. We got through it. I don't know how long this episode's going to be, but that's not our fault. It's the fault of a really, (laughs) really full episode. So sorry if it's off-putting to you. If you see the timestamp and it's like two hours and 30 minutes, just bear with us. Okay. It's like either we do really like, it's either we do really long episodes or else we get like, like, anonymous messages being like you forgot to talk about this really important thing to do with Cass but so it's like our beloved and sexy (laughs) listeners would never ever sound like that listeners I'm so sorry that Ella would even like put that on you and I know that you would like never do that and that you're like so cool it was Um, it was just her American impersonation it wasn't anything about (laughs) 
Okay. But, yeah, I guess I'm just saying, theoretically, there could be some bad apples in the bunch who are... We wouldn't get a bad apple as soon as we would. We wouldn't. Bad apples turn themselves away. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in, <laughs> beloved listeners. Uh, we really enjoyed having you here. Um, if you are looking for us on the socials, we are at the CastCast on Tumblr. And we are also at the cast cast on, I hate saying the cast cast. I'm sorry. The cast cost. I'm true to myself. I, know who <laughs> I, I was am. like, you hate the name of our podcast. <laughs> we're, we're in too deep. No, I love the name. To, you, you don't have to put on an accent. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're also at the cast cost uh, at gmail.com. If you want to send us a sexy little email. That's it. When I say sexy little email, please don't be pervy. That's all. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone would be, again. Sexy but tasteful. Sexy but tasteful. Yeah. I love how you said that. But yeah, feel free to send us any messages, DMs. Um, what else did we need to say? Thank um, you guys for tuning in. I would say, like, we're, you know, we're, we're missing a lot of episodes. We're going to be skipping to the next episode, which is 4.15. Oh. So we're missing, like, 11, Holy 12, shit. 13, 14. Um, okay. Yeah, we're so- sk- okay, what's actually, sorry to get back into Supernatural talk, but, like, so we just found out that Dean tortured people in hell for 10 years and, like, is all fucked up because of that. And then the next episode is that one where the kids are living in the walls of that house, right? Oh, I haven't checked. Is that the next episode? Because I was like, that is... They're like, we need to get out of there. We have to do something else for them. Yeah, family remains. Mm -hmm. It's not even, like, going back to, like, a regular ghost case. You know, like, that's what it starts out as. But then they just, like, end up, like essentially deciding that these fully human children need to die because they're living in the walls of this house and they're like unsavable maybe that's essentially what it is and it's like what do you think the show is trying to make a connection maybe like obviously it's a big jump from the meta plot but do you think they're trying to make a connection of like some people can't be saved some people do such bad things and there's no coming back, you know? like I think, like, <laughs> potentially. Um, right, but, but also, that's also the episode that Dean quotes from the movie Juno, uh, which is, I love that. that what Dean did he say? What does he quote? Of course he's seen Juno. He says something about, like, because uh, the... Ah, fuck. <laughs> We're not recapping that episode. I forget exactly what he says, but, like, the whole crux of the episode is that these kids that are living in the walls were, like, fucked up products of, like, incest, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah. like, something about her, like, keeping the mother, um, keeping the children, something about Juno. And it's just, like, very funny. And I was, like, I need to in terms of, like, characters episode. who don't talk to, like, real people in the world talk, like, Dean Winchester and Juno from Juno are, like, right Correct. up there. Absolutely. <laughs> like, they I, I so simply real. know that Dean was saying, like, honest to blog after seeing that movie. Like, <laughs> he was, like, he was, like, hold on, I'm on my hamburger phone. <laughs> I, I think, like, with Dean, like, sometimes I'm, like, this sounds crazy, but then, like, I feel like... People, especially these days, there is a lot of references in how people are talking. Like, I think that... Mm. Like, we, that, for that example. Is, yeah, I think that's like... That the kind three of, of us do not speak normally. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But in terms of characters, yeah, it's definitely No, I speak so regular. <laughs> you do not. You have a very specific kind of turn of phrase, Jess. And it looks like sometimes people say such 
such a thing like that has such an old world ring to it and i really love it um next time you do it i will point it out to you um (laughs) i was thinking of references i um i feel like last episode um he references girl interrupted (laughs) names and like misha collins is in girl interrupted oh yeah hold the fucking phone that's weird as hell didn't you know he was in it have you not seen it I've not seen it, but I do know that he was in it, and I for- I just forgot. Oh, you've got to watch his scene. It's really funny. <laughs> when I Ryder is scene. like, get away from me. Remember when Misha Collins was at the Oscars? That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was sweet. Like, imagine, like, your best friend for, what, like, 40 years, like, is like, hey, I mm-hmm. made a movie, and it's nominated. You want to come? Like, they just, like, went on a little yeah. date. It was so lovely. Wholesome. That's cute. I would do that. I was could um, not believe it. I was just like watching the Oscars and I was like, is that Misha Collins? <laughs> what is he doing we're here? Like, Certainly not. Uh, but guys, we do have to get out of here. Next episode sure. that we will be covering is episode four. Uh, no, sorry. Season four, episode 15, Death Takes a Holiday, which is really exciting stuff. We're going to have a good time with that. Um, so, yeah, we'll catch you there in like five episodes time thank you guys so much for tuning in that's gonna be all from our side bye bye we love you bye love you so you guys are just gonna be really nice and make me seem like a bitch you guys say love you after i've yeah okay you guys made me seem like a bitch before so i think the bitch baton is being passed around (laughs) That's fair. Why did Jess? You're really usually you're though? usually the one who's like, "Fuck the listeners!" Like, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, "I can't believe you would say such a thing." Because I'm more listeners. committed to um, causing trouble than I am to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I respect that. That was fun, guys. That was fun. That was a, a long time. ass episode. <laughs> yeah, we talked we'll a lot. Figure it out. Yeah. We will figure it out. Um, really great job, everybody. Hello and welcome to the CastCast. Uh, this week we're discussing season four, episode 10. I'm Jess. Wait, you didn't say the name of the episode. I know, I did it completely fucking backwards. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll say hello and welcome and then our names and then I'll do the rest of it. You were pretty good. Your energy so, is on like, there. Like, welcome to the cast cast. I'm Jess. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> take two. Take two.